Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the Morning, World Famous Wake Up Show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Watch what I'm going to say. I always say this, and it's never really in the last four months had much meaning. You ready? Ready. So much to get to today. (laughs) (laughs) That already should have earned me a whistle. I thought maybe, I thought maybe that was an early one. I was on the borderline, but. That was like when you get the leadoff strikeout looking, you know, the backwards K, to use a baseball reference. So fitting because of a weekend full of baseball where the Marlins and the Yankees win their series. The Astros finally lose. Baseball is back better than ever. And you know that because I am virtually heckling Brandon Nemo. So I have taken my heckling of Brandon Nemo. I will not call him Nemo anymore. All right? Well, we have He's a little him. fish in a big pond. He kind of a little bit, other than how he's lauded for an amazing on-base percentage because he takes a lot of walks, to me, he sort of kind of sucks. <laughs> he, he, is, uh, he, he is a first-round pick. Or, or is it? He's an out dressed up as a first-round pick. There it is. Un de pelotero. An out dressed up as a first-round pick. I'm early. I'm on fire. Today, I'm on fire. Already with two outs so, in the inning. So he makes a stupid-ass comment the other day about, you know, having practiced playing in empty stadiums, having played here. So he's going to pretend like he didn't really hear me, dude. Because I agree with him. The place is not generally packed. I did post some videos where you hear my voice echoing. I did it kind of on purpose because he's right. There's not a lot of people there. Which makes it that much easier for them to hear us. But he's never in any of the stadiums in America been heckled the way I heckled him. He doesn't even have a Twitter for me to challenge him. See? 
So I went at him through the Mets. Oh, you went through the Mets? Through the Mets. Everything I put, I put at the Mets. Okay. At the Marlins. I figured the Marlins would get a kick out of it. Mm -hmm. The pictures of me wearing the Nemo hat and the Nemo next to the Nemo jersey. I'm not in any of those pictures, am I? Um, the, there's a video of my first time heckling that you're caught for about five seconds in the background just taping. You're not participating. You're, you're simply videotaping. All right, good. I'm safe. Oh, I don't think I would have not. Again, you're just, in fact, it's, it's the other voice is damn good. God bless him. I, I started laughing listening to that tape yesterday. I call it a tape. Listening to the recording yesterday. It's, so it's not old. a tape. Listening to that recording yesterday. <laughs> a tape. It's not a tape. <laughs> it's not a tape. <laughs> I like Woody Woodpecker. That's a good addition. You have some lame sound that you've added. I'm not going to make fun of you, but I am. We're not going to agree on everything. But, but Woody Woodpecker is a fantastic movement. And that's a, you still haven't gotten on my hard drive. I have, I have a bunch of laughs because laughs are our thing, right? That's kind of become a staple. We oh, have, I'll hear a laugh now on TV, and I go, wait, hold on. I got to get that laugh. And I'll write it down or whatever. And she's like, what's wrong? I was like, oh, no, I'm collecting laughs. So, so I have a bunch of laughs. I have the evil laugh. Did you get the laughs off my hard drives? No, but once we get our computer, work computer things situated, I'm grabbing them, so don't worry. Oh, no, that's going to be today. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's I'm like happen. a kid in a candy no, store. it's going to happen. We're increasing technology here at Slam Radio, and Frank and I are very excited about it. I think that's why I couldn't sleep last night. I don't know what it is, but I'm like a giddy kid today on so many levels. Maybe that explains it. I'm going to finish getting my son's laptop fixed so we can make him a true DJ. I was working on the grid like a champ. I don't know how those guys do that. That is not easy. I mean, I know how they do it because they have a show and it's laid in for nine months. They're not as ever-changing as I am. Right. To keep up with that is Well, when you said it, it's it's tough. Like, we we had it set for a while, and then we didn't necessarily have to sift it around. But now, with all the changes and all the additions, and I know you have more announcements to make today, but with all your additions and stuff like that, now, obviously, you got to reset it. And if it continues and it stays consistent, then you're not going to have to do as much work to it. So I'm going to get right to the chase, man. We, we are excited, Frank. And I know there's a lot of baseball to talk, but we are excited to some of the additions that we're putting to the lineup. You don't have to go drum roll yet. I'm going to preface by saying that because of the pandemic, and there's an evident change in how we're going to do school in the beginning of the year. We don't have official word, but we can't imagine it's going to be normal. Be proud, by the way. I, st I finally got the sound. You did get the drum roll. I didn't even think about it. Finally. You were so on point with that. You're getting good at this thing, bro. Finally. Finally. After eight years, you're finally figuring this out. Had to happen sometime. Eight years with me, ten years overall. Let me not. I didn't get you through your infancy. You know, you had a rookie contract and it isn't working out. They kind of released you. And then I, I was the Bill Veck of this thing. I know you don't like the White Sox reference, but wasn't he a White Sox owner? He's a Cleveland owner. Cleveland. Cleveland. Wasn't some crazy white? Was right? No. Who owned the White Sox? That was a nut job too. They used to do crazy things. Reinhorn. No. I Reindorf, whatever his name is. Reindorf, the guy who owned the Bulls, but I don't know, whatever. Anyway, we have wonderful additions, beautiful things. We start by telling you that we're going, uh, we're proud to announce uh, the Michael McCoy show, which will be Mondays from noon to two. Michael was heard or has been heard here locally for three years in Miami on WVUM, University of Miami Radio. Two-hour show once a week. Fell on Sundays and very well listened to. He's great at getting like top-notch interviews. He's really good and he's very insightful. He's very intelligent. Um, his story puts him over the top and why he's on Slam Radio. He is 
he becomes an official Slam alum, Slam Radio alum, by virtue of the school of Milian. Um, is it a Midas touch? Can we start calling it a Midas touch? Sure, we could call it the Midas. That's a little. That's a little. Like I sound like Michael from the Office right now. Like that's not good. <laughs> that's a little much for me to like. I've already self-proclaimed myself Robin Hood. It's got to be one or the other. You well, I'm like, I'm, well, I'm a combination. Here we go. I'm inner, inner Michael being channeled here. I'm a combination of Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Because you have to figure out, I'm Obi-Wan, uh, Vito Corleone, right? <laughs> Robin Hood, okay. and Midas. That's a foresome for your ass, right there. You're a there. mutt. You're a mutt. Well, that's a, that's some that's some high esteem there. When you got Midas on your on your combination hybrid personality chart, and and joining joining Midas are great people like Obi Wan Kenobi. Are you kidding me? You're a mutt. Then then I mean, so you have Obi Wan. Help me remember, because I, my memory's not good. These you have Obi-Wan, you have Robin Hood, right? The Don. You have Vito Corleone, and then, of course, you have... Uh, Midas. Midas. We're going to add more to that. We're gonna I don't know, this is crazy. Down. This is nuts. This is nuts. So, okay. Michael McCoy, Mondays, noon to 2, on the show, on the station... Welcome to the family, Michael McCoy. You can get the claps, whatever, whatever you want to do. Any applause for him is well-deserved. <laughs> Had a great conversation. What did I do on my phone? Oh, God. Are you kidding, Larry? Did you leave it in the office? Of course I did. I'll go grab it. Wow. How did I, how did I fumble that one? I really needed that right now. So I'll, I'll move along here. We are also adding someone who's very, very familiar to our uh, to our studios here at Slam Radio. In fact, she's uh, officially one of our professors for our dual enrollment classes. Um, and she is, goodness gracious, um, she's sharp. You see her in the forefront. She's great at doing interviews. Uh, she was all over Radio Row. Um, conducting interviews left and right. She's, she's one of a kind. Um, I think fabulous is the right word. Kelsey Nicole Nelson uh, will be joining the family on air. Uh, the Sports Sound of DC and Beyond is the name of her show. And with that show, obviously she's from the DC area. So it's the same way how we emanate a 305 and beyond. Like This is a, a similar type of show, but from her perspective... And I got to be very honest with you. She is um, she's pretty phenomenal when it comes to her podcast, to her ability to understand uh, how the game is to be played. She, she's top-notch. So we're really happy about adding her. It looks like we're going to be putting her on Fridays from 1 to 2. And on the release of these shows, wow, you got back pretty quick. Did you get my phone? Bro, I didn't see it in there. But I think it's because my vision started getting cloudy because that's a hazmat area in that office of yours. I couldn't breathe in there. What, why does it smell? 
I don't know. You did something before the show that I couldn't. I, I can't. I don't want to tell. I don't want to put you out there, but it doesn't smell good. Anymore. Okay, so I passed gas, but it didn't sit there. Oh my God! It's a hazmat area, right? Oh, now, you bro. gotta be kidding we need me! To put, we need to put cones and a tape and stuff like How that. Is it that the, fo- the phone has to be? I don't know. You have to have it, bro. Oh. Is that right? I was blind once were, I walked into that. Yeah, room. You, yeah, you were blinded. Oh my God! You gonna be all right, man? Yeah, I'll be fine. Good. I'm very happy for you. So we have another announcement. There's a return. Friday's 12 to 1, live, the boys are back. All right. Yes. So, you know, the boys are back in town. I think yeah, it's buddy. very fitting. Yeah, buddy. You got to put that on cue, and they'll be back. Uh, one of three or four live shows, mine, the youth, Don Alfredo, and the boys. You're going to be doing Zoom? Yep, they're going to do it Zoom. It'll actually probably be easier for those cats Cool. to do it that way. And... Um, you know, we're limited with our resources as far as the live radio stuff, right? Uh, seems like we're producing a lot of other radio. And in the coming weeks, we've got, man, we're, we're mulling over a name, but Derek Coe, Marshall Thomas, am I correct? Right. And Jordan Nelson uh, talk a lot of canes. They do so on the podcast world. Derek Coe's a guy that we know very well. Uh, Frank particularly knows him well. Uh and these are guys that give you a very unique fan perspective of the game. They are the first ones to tell you they're not seasoned journalists, they're not seasoned radio guys. Quite the contrary. But you know me, how I feel about the view from the stands. Sometimes can be more insightful than the view from the press box. So um, we'll be launching that show in the coming weeks. I think we'll be hearing a podcast starting on our podcast network in the next week or two. Before we launch, we'll probably launch right for football season based on whenever football season starts. So a lot of great stuff happening on the station. Uh, a beloved one with Amanda Milian will return, at least some of the replays of those shows. And I've already, I'm in negotiations with her to record, I believe it's five more uh, as we get involved once again this year with the Alzheimer's Walk in Miami. Um, should be interesting this year how we, how we put that as a uh, part of a committee there that makes, that's responsible for that. Uh, some of our some of our partners in Sirius are fantastic. One of those is obviously Pitbull's Globalization. Um, I don't think I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, we discussed in August. I don't have a launch date. It's to be determined in the coming weeks. Um, Friday nights and Saturday nights from 8 to 10 p.m., we're going to have a two-hour mix block. It's going to be Pitbull's Globalization mix block right here on Slam Radio. We're going to have guest DJs. The idea is to have one hour of one of the guest DJs and one of the new DJ, upcoming DJ, that maybe can't get on globalization, but this is a, a, a minor league stomping ground for them. And it's a good synergy. We can also put students on there that are on the come up that don't necessarily have a mix show. Now, you and I have some mix show stuff to do. I've taken on a responsibility only because I'm really getting on there a lot and recording a lot more these days. Um, so I, you know, I, I have some stuff, and it looks like my four hours used to be two hours one day, two hours another. We're going to split it up differently, but it'll be the same four hours. I might knock off an hour. But I can't get you to commit to more than an hour a week. Well, you know, a new baby in the house, I can only mix at certain times. So there's certain times I go home and I have to do other stuff before I get to the mixing. And before you know it, the wife comes home with the baby. Once the baby comes home, it's impossible for me to do any type so, of So where I'm stuck is with unknown... We are unknown with unknown right now. Um, we have stuff that he we play periodically on the station, but obviously uh, uh, with COVID, we have not been able to get new stuff. So we we want to make sure that you know before we assign anything to him that we're in the right direction as far as that's concerned. So 
Um, we're working with that. You know, there's a potential new DJ coming on. Really? Who's this? <laughs> yeah, we're going to see. I'm not going to announce anything yet, but there's actually a couple of new DJs. Nice. So uh, students? Students, yes. Former students? No. Current students? Yes. yes. You, you know new current student DJs? Uh, there's one that's developing quietly. Oh, really? <laughs> Where? Uh, somewhere in North Dade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disclosed. I get you. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up uh, here. But you know what's even better is, is I'm so used to finding these things to announce and talk about because generally we haven't had sports. We would have a week ago led with the fact that Regis Philbin passed away over the weekend. You know? Pretty sad news. Yeah, it caught me by surprise. I didn't know he was had any sort of uh, eighty-eight. So I didn't. Even, I didn't even realize he was that old, to be honest. Uh, older dude, lived a life. It was a little sad though, because if if you're my age, that guy was kind of an institution. You know what I mean? Um, I would lead with that. I would tell you that I had a nice conversation with Angel Espino. Do you know who Angel Espino is? No, I'm not familiar with him. Espino is now. He, he, He's in charge of PSN Radio, and he, in recent years, got together with George Rodriguez, may he rest in peace, with SoFloRadio.com, and um, had a very nice conversation, and we're really considering doing a show honoring George's memory. Um, we haven't decided if it's going to be a separate program or if we're going to do it inside the show. Inside the show, I want to do four hours, so... Maybe we do it outside the show. Um, we haven't quite decided yet, but he's aboard. I'm trying to see if I get in touch with uh, Brian London. I think this is one of those you know moments where Brian uh, really plays an integral role because of his relationship with George <laughs> over the years. Um, and I think there's a few others. Boca Brian, someone who's kind of radio legendary here in South Florida. Um, when I say legendary, a lot of people, you know, it's not because they were legendary because there were 15 years on a major station making them a lot of money. It's a lot of characters in South Florida regular, relative to radio, thanks to Neil and other local shows that were dynamic and unique. And, and but Boca Brian, you know, has a long history with radio, and he was one of George's trusted guys. Like, that was, that guy's another big part of all of this as well. So, we're going to try to put the minds together somehow and do something. I know you want to. Um, but August is a busy month as we get ready to come into school. So it's still Trust the Midas touch. Oh, I don't like that one. That one doesn't work too good. It's a good try, though. I'm finding something. It's a good effort for early. It is early. It was loud. You know, I realized that I didn't bring any of my Gatorades today. Doesn't mean the only thing I have is water. Water's good. I drink water all the time now, but that's not the problem. The problem is I need some Gatorade. I guess it's going to be water today. Water sucks. Gatorade is better. Where are you in the office, my friend? Season four, like episode five or so. Oh, God. I'm almost a season. I'm already in season five. Yeah, you know, Where did you do? Well, did mean, you stop watching it? I couldn't watch it all weekend. I had my daughter's baptism uh, on Saturday, and then my wife doesn't necessarily watch it, so I can't just sit there and start watching with her. And then Sunday, I was painting and stuff. Okay. Busy this weekend. Yeah, whatever you sent me, I haven't even been able to open whatever you sent me on Saturday. Gotcha. 
Yeah. I watched a lot of baseball this weekend. So how did you get room for baseball and The Office? Oh, I, because you've watched I, I a lot got of tired. Of, I got tired. If you're almost at season five, you've watched a lot of episodes. In three hours, you knock off eight episodes. Jeez, that's a long. You said you you said yourself you don't like to binge that long. That's yeah, but it got good. Season four got good. <laughs> just kept watching. I think right now, like Andy's still like chasing Angela. Oh, that because that's gonna get fun. I'm sure it does. <laughs> the whole thing gets fun, really. Yeah, it, it's it's developing into quite the show. Quite a show, Larry. Oh, I haven't done this in a while, Frank. May I, please? Sure. Is it okay if I do this? Go for it. Do you have the music ready? Which music? The one that you would usually play when I would do this. You don't have it? No. No, 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 no. Here are scores from around the league in Major League Baseball. Marlins. On top of the Phillies, 11-6, taking two out of three from the Phils in Philadelphia. Despite four home runs by the Phillies, Marlins put up an 11 spot and start off the season 2-1. and one. They're stuck in Philly. Four of their players tested positive for COVID, trying to avoid a mini outbreak amongst the team. This could get interesting, I guess. Yankees on top of the Nationals. Champion Nationals, 3-2. to two. They take two out of three from the series against Washington at Washington. I don't know. Just call me crazy, I guess. Crazy. I, I like when you call me crazy. Flavor Torres, first of the year in the seventh. Same goes for Voight. Yankees, uh, I'm telling you, great start against a tough team. It's going to get fun, and it's going to get fun soon. More scores around the league. It's Tigers over the Reds, 3-2. to two. Indians on top of the Royals, 9-2. to two. Rays go 10 innings, beat the Jays 6-5 to five to take two out of three from them in their home openers. Orioles beat the Red Sox 7-4 after getting clobbered Friday. Bows take the series from the Bow Sox. Twins do the same from the Chai Sox. They beat them 14-2. Nelson Cruz hits two home runs in that one. He had seven ribs. So uh, Mariners beat the Astros 7-6. And the Pirates on top of the Cardinals 5-1. Our Cubbies beat the Brewers 9-1, taking two out of three from Milwaukee in the season's first series. Rockies over the Rangers, 5-2. A's on top of the Angels, 6-4. Diamondbacks won better than the Pods, 4-3. Not sure how the Mets scored one. But the Braves scored two touchdowns. They also took the series from the Metropolitans. They beat them 14-1. Braves are locked in, bro. There's something special, huh? And Giants beat the Dodgers, 3-1. Dodgers now 2-2. Two on the season. Those are your scores for Major League Baseball. Basketball starts this week. Oh, so exciting. Very excited. <sighs> did you see what uh, what Lou Williams did? Tell me you heard about what Lou Williams did. I did hear what Lou Williams did. <laughs> he says he was going to get food there mm -hmm. in an adult establishment. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. 
That's where they have the Don't best. Don't they buffets. serve buffets? Yeah, they have the best buffets. So why would you go get takeout? <laughs> I'm just curious. I have never in my life had a takeout from an adult establishment. Maybe he ordered to go. I'm sure they have some sort of a menu to go to. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> the best kind of weight. I would think the better way would be uh, to order in, right? Delivery. I mean, yeah. But come bring if you it have to you. Go, if you have to go, then this kind of gives you a way. As soon as your food's ready, be like, all right, hold on. I got to go. At the end of the day, just have them. Br- oh, but you can't burst the bubble, I guess. How do you get out? <laughs> Oh, leave it to Lou Williams, I guess. <laughs> I'm not getting into politics. I'm scratching my head and not judging, but just scratching my head because I want to get a better understanding and perspective in this old head of mine that refuses to be judgmental but wonders how walking off the court prior to playing the national anthem should be taken or received. I think it's in an effort to not disrespect the national anthem, but I think it sort of does by virtue of that. But I'm not sure what to think about it. Not sure what to think of it. It's, um, ESPN did put out a tweet, and they kind of misrepresented it. Uh, the way they tweeted it out, they made it sound like if they walked off the court while the anthem was no, playing. No, they cleared it up afterwards, and you're right. It did start off by not doing the right thing. Um, it's odd. It's odd only because I don't know how to react to it. So I want to be open-minded and understand that there was at least a thought process. Here's what I know. I don't think that there's an evil intent to it. I don't think there's an evil. So because the intent comes from a a relatively pure place, then I'm okay in general with it. I'm just, again, it's that poor anthem that gets attacked, and I'm just... So I guess people are kneeling down and people are doing their own thing. They came up with their own way of doing it. And right. it seems like everyone's in cahoots because all the teams have walked off the court before the anthem plays. And cahoots are in an understanding. In solidarity, I guess, is the word that's used nowadays. Right. Why well, is cahoots a bad word? No, but cahoots is when you're up to no good. And this is not that. Okay. An agreement, I guess, then. I. I will remain objective. Right. But I'm allowed to say that I also remain uncomfortable. Right. And I guess that's the purpose of it. Someone once told me that's the whole purpose of it. It's supposed to shake your comfort zone and make you think. So you got what you want out of it from me. I'm thinking now I'm listening and been listening and I'm just trying. Like. Does this have to go on all season? I mean, the season's not that long, is it? I don't know. So I don't... It's I, part of the whole social justice thing. So, I mean, I guess there, it doesn't just fine. end one thing. I, I wouldn't just want like that. You know what I mean? It's just, I guess it's going to keep on rolling along. But is it going to carry on to next season? Is this something that we're going to be doing from now on? That's like, what that's I don't want. That don't be that's about, what right? I don't want. Like, I mean, I understand them making... There's always something up, to bitch about. I'm, right? I'm, I, don't mean, I don't mean to downplay it, but there's always something of to Of course, of course. About. And I mean, I understand that they may be ma- doing something now just because it's fresh, I guess. But this can't carry on for forever and ever. Like, and the, what's the purpose of playing the national anthem before a game if they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna respect it, and it's just gonna kind of just be something to just show some sort of a protest with it? Fair enough. Wow, you didn't have to play the no, no, no either, because I didn't. 
Well, I was relatively agnostic. In fact, relatively respectful, because you know how I am about, like, national anthem. I get really touchy about it. We haven't shared an opinion yet. It's just we're worried no, about think, where this is going to carry on. I think on. I share an opinion. I think I'm very forthcoming. I think I don't have a real problem with it. Mm -hmm. I'm admitting that it takes me out of my comfort zone, which is what it's supposed to do. So I guess my only point is, okay, so what the purpose of this is to create a captive audience and an awareness. You've got me aware and captive. So what's next? That's all I'm saying. Yep. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't think anybody can construe it. I rarely say anything that can be construed the wrong way. You do understand why Kanye rubs me the wrong way, right? Because I think you love my radio segues, right? Well, yeah, yeah. But it, uh, the why does he rub me the wrong way? You saw now? I have a personal problem with Kanye. Well, he apologized. To jail. No, well, he didn't apologize. An, he, he apologized on Twitter to his wife. You didn't see this? Oh no, I thought he apologized for calling your studio a jail. No, he didn't apologize. For that. He's an asshole. So he had to go to Twitter to apologize to his wife. He couldn't just go. Do to you understand what I'm saying? Honey, I'm sorry. He had to make it a show. Do you understand now? Well, I, that's why I don't. It's been played him. out in front of a camera. Do you understand my he point treats, about this? He treats his life like if we were, it was a Truman Show. That's why I put the video of him being video of him being videotaped if he walked around. That's exactly why I posted it. Because it's absurd. It's narcissism at the nth degree. Sorry. Yeah, buddy. Damn right. No, but he treats his life like if it were the Truman Show. If he were, if he were sincerely, that's a great, that's a great analogy. If you were sincerely apologetic to his wife, then he would have just been, honey, I'm sorry. Look, I didn't mean to say all that stuff. Blah 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 blah. But he had to go on Twitter to apologize to his wife. She lives with you. There's no reason to go on Twitter. Uh, You're not apologizing to me. There's no reason to do that stuff. I I, I gotta agree with you there. Got to agree with you there. All right. Um, this is fun. We're talking sports. I almost feel like out of sorts. Did you see the socially distanced argument? <laughs> the Pirates <laughs> manager and the umpire? <laughs> I think it was hilarious that, that the umpire the had to go things. and take the mask out of his back pocket to then start. And then they have a line like they can't cross. So they it's, can't get face to face anymore. It's, it's hilarious. I, I couldn't take it serious. And then the Pirates, I guess, whoever was broadcasting the game there, the, all the networks are putting their own audio, all their own fan audio. And we saw this because Fox all of a sudden is putting these virtual fans that my friend called me and like, there's fans in the Dodger game. And I'm like, no, there's not. It's computer. But images. there are people in the building, and they sprinkle them. Do you notice sometimes there's random dudes sitting amongst the cutouts? I think those are coaches and stuff like that. You think so? Yeah, there's not fans allowed in there. I don't say they're fans, but there's people sitting there. There's, like, okay, I don't know who they are. There are players, because you see there the was a behind with a gun. So it feels like you're watching a college game of sorts. It's you know? weird, though. It is. It's a little strange. But they've done a good job with the cutouts. I told you, though, but I told you that it was all about peripheral. You didn't You didn't believe me. I told you. I said, you're going to need those things no, there. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. You absolutely. No, I don't no, think no, 100%. so. 100%. I don't, I don't care if you look and you see it all. I watched Cubs games behind all home weekend. Play? No, 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 no. I watched I the Cubs there. games all weekend. Tell me you don't appreciate the ambient sound. It's funny. Do you appreciate the ambient sound? I don't sound? need it. I'd rather listen to the players talk to one another. Like what happened okay. between the Pirates and the, the Pirates coach and the umpire. I'd rather hear the argument than hearing an audio track of <sighs> for the entire thing so you don't understand what they're saying to one another. 
No, this is the purpose of this. Now we get an inside look of what's happening on the field. That we're getting it on the court. Look how much more we're hearing them talk to each other on the court because you don't hear that ambient sound. You're the damn good. Uh. Why am I the damn good of it? No, I'm giving the damn good. Uh. Uh. Why? Remember he goes. Fans. I don't understand your notion of you need fans in order to understand the game and appreciate the game more. No. It's just an no. added bonus. The silence is deadly, bro. No, I man. need the ambient sound. I like the ambient sound. The, what the cutouts is funny is because you start looking at the cutouts and all the different faces that people put, and it's a little comical. It's distracting, More though, because comical. you're there looking at the faces. Oh, like, I found fantastic. you at the Dodger game. Another doppelganger of Larry Milley on at the Dodger what game. What do you mean you found me at the Dodger game? I, told you, I sent it to you. And I go, look, you're at the Dodger game. That guy didn't look like That me. guy looked like you. That guy didn't look a thing like that me. That guy looked like you. Looked nothing like me. Doppelganger. Second doppelganger. Somewhere living in L.A. I'm going to look for him. There's an imposter out there. I'm looking for this man. He's an imposter. <laughs> He's trying to steal my identity. How but that's it. I mean, it's 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 cool. The part, the, the part of the fact that it's game-used memorabilia and you get it authenticated and they send it to you, I think is the best part of it. I don't necessarily care to see my face there hey. every single game. And then we're in the discussion. Yeah, of maybe you do, they because if around. you had a chance to get your face at a Cubs game, you'd do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But they don't change them around. It's the same faces. Because I took the picture of the Thursday night game, and those are the same faces that were there for the Do they Sunday leave game. them out there? Like, no, they leave them there. So it's not like they take them out after the game and they rearrange them. And in Oakland, so many people have bought cardboard cutouts that they even have fans now in the upper deck, in the in the home run porches. I saw that. They have a lot of cutouts in Oakland. That's very, but they probably made them affordable. I'll have to look up the price. Is that the, is, but they had a lady on last night. I think. She's the author of all this. Did they th were they playing at Fenway this week? Because I never watch Red Sox games. You know that. Were they playing at Fenway? Let's just look at the scores. I can oh, I mean, look. Yeah, they were at Fenway. They were at Fenway this week. So he, she says she did Fenway, Camden Yards, and I forgot where else. You sure the Cubs game didn't have any? The Cubs game did not have any. But they had people on Waveland. Not on Waveland, but they had them on the, on the bleachers. On the bleachers, but the, the rooftops. They buy tickets and they can watch a game. Oh, my God. Hold on a minute. Oakland Oakland is my new favorite team. What did Oakland do? Oh, my God. Oakland is my new favorite team. What happened? Oakland is trolling because Oakland played the Astros this weekend. Is, am I wrong? Oakland played. Please check because if not, they're still trolling. They're going to be trolling them all season. Did Oakland play the Astros? I'll tell you right now. Hold on. I read the scores just a few minutes ago, and I know the Astros finally lost. And it was about time they lost. They lost to the Mariners. But maybe they play. Uh, maybe they play today. Today's games in Major League Baseball, the A's play the Angels. They're just trolling them. What happened? Oakland fans bought a cutout of the Astros mascot sitting inside of a garbage can. Oh, that's fantastic! Please give them a whistle for that. I was looking for it. Yeah. Oh wow, that's phenomenal. That's the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Almost as good as at MLB Umps. Boy, they were on fire this weekend. Some of our cronies are starting to follow, too. I, I've been overdoing the whole, I mean, I don't, I'm going to have to reach out to whoever runs that page, see if they want to come on, because it's kind of funny, whoever it is doing that. Um, we're talking sports, Frank. This is amazing. This is great. I love it. Did you hear about the the, the Nationals had a trumpet in their in their dugout? Did you hear about this? A trumpet in their dugout? Yes. No, I didn't hear about that. 
Guess what we're going to talk about when we come back from break? Trumpets and dugouts. Trumpets and dugouts at the Nats-Yankees game. I Did you know? I didn't know there were trumpets in there. I didn't either. I don't know they were allowed. Well, apparently, and we'll talk about that. Uh, Trump, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a picture now. I can't wait to talk about it. And it's a familiar face here in South Florida. There's always a Florida connection. This time, Emilio Bonifacio. We'll talk about Emilio Bonifacio, trumpets and dugouts, and so much more. Yep, I guess we're talking sports again. Right here in Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. So I guess this whole starting the season, feeling like it's spring in July, and me doing spring cleaning around here. It's an eternal task for me. It's a daily thing. Well, it's it's almost done. There's some stuff happening. I think you notice some stuff going on. I do notice. Little by little, I couldn't take it on all at once. But now this week is going to be some. Finally, when, are we going to turn on the cameras next week? Is that what we're going to do? Um, no, we were going to wait till school started, quote unquote. Oh well. Yeah, you got to play with your new machine and figure gotta, out. Gotta t- <laughs> well, we're waiting that long, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, and there's sort of, there's some sort of elements that I need to play off that I kind of need other producers here in the studio. Mm. I also forgot to get myself something to drink. I found my phone, though. Okay, cool. I figured out why the room smells. Was it in the death pit? Well, there's an air freshener that we use that's all the be damned. Or I use and no longer use. It's retired now. Um, I'm going to throw out the damn Glade. It's terrible. I don't know why it smells so bad. It's supposed to be like a powder fresh. Ain't nothing powdery about that. You call it JGR. That's the room JG died in. That's what it smells like. Yeah, it's bad. So it sprayed it only because there was a, a, a small emanation of a uh, of flatulence. wasn't that bad. But anyway. I, I digress. Um, Washington Nationals, Emilio Bonifacio is caught cleaning a trumpet in yesterday's game in Washington. Um, I guess they do their own victory celebration with the trumpet. Um, Is that a little weird? Have you ever heard anything like that before? I've never heard anything like that before. I guess baseball players have time to do whatever they got to do. They clean out his trumpet. Um, Was he playing his trumpet? Because then that's a little illegal. So, yeah, they... Um, Bonifacio was always up to something. Do you remember when Bonifacio was here, what he used to do? No. You don't remember the Lovis thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Lovis I thing. thought you meant like like dugout antics. Well, those were dugout antics. The whole Lovis thing. Uh, I mean, no, the double minute. and they go I don't like think those are dugout antics because every team kind of has their little thing. That right. They do. Well, I'm not saying that it's unique to just one team, but he was the author of those things right. here. And then apparently uh, last year they had some baby shark shenanigans. 
And he was probably, he was seem like he's behind it because he had red shirts made with a drawing of a gold horn and nationals have been pretending to play notes after bass hits. So apparently when they get doubles, they sit there and they play air trumpets. Okay. But now he has a real trumpet in oh, there. So he's going to take the trumpet out, but he can't play it. But I, I don't know why the trumpet's there, do <laughs> so you? So why is he cleaning it if he can't play I it? have no idea why it's even there. I mean, because I'm a musician, and I was in band and stuff like that. I have a lot of friends that play trumpets, and I understand the process that it goes through cleaning it. you got to put the valve oil, and you got to get your whatever tool it is to go ahead and go through all the valves and make sure all your spit gets out of it. But that's a play. That's somebody that plays like in band, that plays for an hour or so. Not Emilio Bonifacio playing a trumpet in a dugout, but he can't play it because there's no noisemakers allowed in dugouts. Not even as a kid, you're not allowed to put any of that. Bonifacio was a utility player. He brought his trumpet to the ballpark, even polished the horn with a white towel while sitting on the bench during the game. Um, Dave Martinez, uh, the manager of the Nationals, said, quote, honestly, I really don't know what they're planning on doing with that thing. I saw it there later in the game. Obviously, they didn't blow it today. Well, they did blow it today. They blew a lead. And yes, there's a photo of him messing with the damn trumpet in the dugout. I don't get it. Ladies and gentlemen, 2020 baseball season. Fun. Different. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're allowed to play those. Am I right? Not necessarily. All right, that's correct. So they first announced that Verlander was out for the season. Then Verlander said, ain't nothing wrong. I just got a little strain. I'll be out a couple weeks. Why does that get misreported? Who blew that one? Mm. People that were trying to break, uh, get groundbreaking stories for everybody so they can get that clout. You know what's funny is if you try to click, are you on ESPN.com? Um, no, but I can get there if you need it. I can get there. I want to see if, if you're having the same issue I'm having. Okay, what's that? So, no, of course not. Maybe it won't be anymore, probably. It's my boomer ass trying to get something done on a computer. Imagine the thought of that. Not to mention, this is a little exasperating. All right, this is great. Great, great working with you, website. Here we go. So, I go to click. This is funny. I go to click on the Verlander story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. When I was clicking on it before, the NBA was coming out. I'm not sure why. Um, he had to come out and say that the report was not accurate. He said there was a strain in his forearm. It's going to heal, rest it, and return soon. Why does he have to do that? And you know, the journalist or the, the, the publication, which is the Houston Chronicle, cited two sources with knowledge. So he has tenderness in his arm. They shut him down for a couple weeks. They'll reevaluate later. Is that a stall tactic to not let the world know that he's done? Of course. Would you be surprised if he even threw one game this year? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised that he's still pitching at the dominant level that he was pitching. Good old Verlander, boy. So I saw that news, and I'm like, ooh. That's immediately when I saw the news. I'm like, oh, I think he's done. They were tatering his ass last year. And he still managed to be number one in a whip in, in, the, in the big leagues. As well as, I think he was ranked third in ERA with a 2 4 five. 
I mean, this guy's on top of all the charts there. I mean, he's he's pretty dynamite, if you ask me. I mean, I know I like to rag on him. And obviously, these are rankings, I'm sorry, of Justin Verlander since being with the Astros. I apologize. So it wasn't last year. So his whip of uh, .83, number one in big leagues since he started with the Astros back in September of 17, almost three years ago. Opponents hit 183 over the last three years off of Verlander, but they hit a lot of home runs off him. That's what's weird. Second in strikeouts and third in ERA in the last three years. So he, he's still making a difference, which is strange at 37, but and maybe it's the new girlfriend. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you laugh. You know who he is dating, right? Yep. So. I forgot her name right now, but yeah, I've heard you forgot her name. Yeah, I can't think of it. She's kind of sort of Kate Upton, just a little bit. I couldn't remember her name at the moment, but yes, I knew. Big, voluptuous. Name. Yes. Yeah, and I, dating, no, I think they're married, actually. They've been together for a while. Yeah, I think they got married a few years ago. It's not like what happened with Jeter. Jeter married no one until he married Well, but Hannah. But she, he had a curse over his shoulder. So who do you right? go? You go You go Hannah or you go Kate Upton? Man. You know what's funny? Kate Upton ain't as big and voluptuous as she used to be. She's quite the tiny version of who she used to be. Have you seen pictures of her? Do you remember how Kate used to look? I remember how Kate used to Kate look. Kate was like, changed. she was, well, Kate's skinny and, 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 and tiny now. How did that happen? Am I being judgmental here for a minute? Maybe. Let me look. Well, look at her modeling pictures and look at her pictures now. She looks like una flaquita. I don't know. I could show you a picture or two if you'd like. I I, I like what I see. Oh, no, there's nothing bad. means <laughs> <laughs> I like what like I see. Justin outkicked his coverage for sure. I mean, she did have a baby, so maybe that would play a role into it. Well, how do you she get had, thinner? Well, because she had went through different trainings. She wanted to get rid of the, the baby fat maybe, and she went thinner than what she was. Man, this guy throws no hitters now, like, like they're going out of style. Oh, no, no hitter in life. Man, that's a perfect game, actually. Jesus. <laughs> She's a little attractive, huh? Uh, she's just a tiny bit pretty. Mm-hmm. My lord. But yeah, I think Verlander's done, bro. But let me ask you: If you're Justin Verlander, why do you even do you keep playing? Or is that what keeps the sauce going with a Kate Upton, who's probably? I gotta think Kate's probably ten years younger than him, right? Yeah, but does he necessarily have to play anymore? Like, I don't see Verlander necessarily having to play. I'm bad. What do you think, Kate Upton's in with him just because he plays ball? Like, he has to keep playing ball in order to keep her around? I don't know, but, like, you know, she could be easily bored. I don't know, but I think he's pretty set. I think she could be easily bored. She's not acting anymore or something? She's until I don't know. Do you, do you see Kate Upton happily ever after? The end. Really? I don't know. Well, that's the thing with these celebrity marriages. Like, I don't think any of them actually go happily ever Bingo! after. Bingo! Not very sincere. So that's why I don't pay attention to a lot of these celebrities. I'm like, all right, whatever. They're in it together. Great. The ones that I pay attention to are the ones that, for whatever reason, like they've come up and they've had their wife since like high school or something like that. And you're like, all right, that's that's showing that they like there's true love there. It's not it's not about anything else. But obviously, there's those certain occasions that you got the gold digger types. Did you see uh, Ibaka and Nurkic go at it? I guess you did it. I guess I did it. Yeah, the NBA's got this whole preseason thing going on, and it's—I think that was too long. Cause I, I got confused. I'm not—are they playing game? Why are we playing? Like, what's going on? And supposedly it's like three games, and it's felt like they've been playing for like two weeks already. I thought it was just me. 
No, it's been long. That's why I'm like, all right, I'm, I stopped paying attention to the preseason because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. They are playing hard because they're trying to worry about how the back getting back in rhythm and getting the chemistry going. So they got to play because they got a playoff run going on that starts on Thursday. However, it feels like it's too long. Like, I'm just ready for the season to begin already. I saw some highlights the other day of Tyler Hero taking it through the hold. I guess I think it was Utah or something. And it was exciting. And they look like they're ready to go, but it doesn't count. Boy, Ibaka went right at Nurkic. So they're fighting for a rebound. Arms get tangled. Nurkic, wow, boy, that must have been brewing from before. That wasn't a whole lot there. But anyway, there's also a great video. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, have you seen... Well, I'm, I, I should just play it. But I don't know if it's more video or not. Than, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's got more video worthiness to it than anything else. But apparently, um, LeBron's younger son imitating LeBron so well that Bronny's just laughing. <laughs> so, yeah, no, th there's a visual nature to it. But I think we can go audio on this one. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect the dots and do it. Try it out. Okay, here he goes. LeBron James, the one and only, the king. The king from Cleveland. How tall are you, Ares? You're six, how tall are you, six? How tall are you? The face is great because he's putting the same face. I ain't playing around, huh? How tall are you? You six two. Six two? Man, you 15 years old, six two. Hey. He puts the face like him. Hey, this is just... you came out the world, my boy. Yes, sir. Oh, he's yeah. imitating him perfect. You got to see the mannerisms. Look at this. The face he puts on. And Please go to ESPN and check. It's worth it. Nothing is better than the imitation. I'm going to check it out. Anybody who trolls LeBron, I'm going to check him out. What's his kids? I know. It's funny. So have you seen my kids imitate me? Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. You fell into that trap. I didn't know they did that until just now. Because <laughs> I know they make fun of their mom. But I always wonder, do they imitate me behind my back? They yeah, they do all the time. All the time. I, I know they do. Oh, no, no, no. You fell into that one, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your daughter do an imitation or two. Yeah, she's funny when she does hers. Not your son, but your daughter has. I think my son probably does the best one. I haven't seen he does it down low where I, nobody sees probably, it. Probably, yeah, because I haven't seen your son do one. But your daughter has done it once or twice. Yeah, well, she knows what I say. Like, she's got the, the talk track down. The cadence? And the cadence. She knows how to do that. It's all good. Hollywood legend Olivia de Havilland passes away at 104 years of age. God bless her. Could you imagine living 104 years, Frank? Please, no. That means I'm halfway through my life if I make it. Through. That's my goal right now, 104, kid. That means I got another lifetime to live. I'm fine being as old as I got to be as long as uh, I, I just don't want somebody having to take care of me and delaying their life. I agree. I don't want to be taken care of that way. So, you know, the entertainment world has, has suffered through this COVID as well, Frank. A lot of movies that were going to come out have been pushed back and delayed till 2021. One of those is Top Gun 2. Were you excited about Top Gun 2 like I am? 
I am very excited about Top Gun 2, especially since I saw Top Gun 1 a couple weeks ago for the first time. You had never seen it prior to a couple weeks ago. I remember you saying that. When my wife makes fun of me for not watching a movie, it's game over. I'm going to put that on no matter what. And the moment she did, she made fun of me for watching it, she's like, you've never watched it? That's crazy. I'm like, all right, no problem. How have you never watched? That's a weird one to say. It was super cheesy 80s kind of, and it was super feel? Did you feel like it was? I felt like it was more of a love story than it was actual like airplane fighting. I still felt that way watching it but it was good i mean it was a good movie and like the effects were great considering it was made in the 80s i thought the the, the final scene was a little it, was, it, it didn't live up to the expectation the final fight or whatever it was really yeah, it didn't necessarily live up to the expectation in uh in my eyes and then i had the song stuck in my head for like three weeks but take my breath away yeah. or highway to the danger zone both no the take my breath away yeah i want to berlin because they overplayed Take My Breath Away. Oh, the they song. tore the, the the absolute anus out of that one. Like, I think they only played the highway, whatever, the one that you called it, or the danger zone. I think they only there played it one time throughout the entire movie Is when they were getting the airplanes wrong? or whatever. Yes, but Take My Breath Away, they just played and played and played. How's that, Lieutenant? Well, I just happened to see a MiG-28. We. Do... We. Sorry, yes. We happened to see a MiG-28 do a 4G negative dive. Where did you see this? That's classified. It's what? It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Lieutenant, I have top secret clearance. The Pentagon sees to it that I know more than you. Oh, ma'am, it doesn't seem so in this case now, does it? So, Lieutenant, where exactly were you? Well, we. Started up on his six when he pulled through the clouds, and then I moved in above him. Well, if you were directly above him, how could you see him? Because I was inverted. <coughs> I know no, the movie so well, I knew when he was in the curse. He was inverted. You were in a 4G inverted dive with the MiG-28? Yes, ma'am. At what range? No, about two meters. Well, it's actually about one and a half, I think. It was one and a half. I've got a great Polaroid of it. And he's, he's right there. Must be one and a half. It was a nice picture. It was a nice picture. Uh, Lieutenant. What were you doing there? <laughs> Communicating. Communicating. <laughs> Keeping up foreign relations. I was, you know, giving him the bird. <laughs> you know, the finger. Yes, I know the finger, Goose. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I hate it when it does that. I'm Anyway, man, I'm sorry. I I'm a sucker for that movie. Oh, I mean, um, you you were alive when that movie was the hot no, thing. I was in the Air Force when that movie that was too. a big thing. That too. And she she thing. by the way she finishes by saying so. You're the one. They were Navy though. They were Navy pilots. That had nothing to do with what I was doing. But obviously the whole wearing the Ray Bands. You've seen a picture of me looking the part. Mm-hmm. It was kind of injected. It came out in '86. I go to basic in January of '87. I'll let you figure out the rest. Kind of played in our minds for a long time. So if the Air Force is the Air Force, why is it that the Navy has the baddest MFing planes in the entire world? Those planes take off and land on what they call as an aircraft carrier. And my friend, the planes that do the damage that they do off of those things have to be the just the very, very best. Now, don't get me wrong. There's planes that, you know, F-16s that take off Land and sea, it doesn't matter. That's fine. But the Navy has to be the tip-top because Navy's in charge of that carrier. 
And that's why, but there's a lot of synergy between the Navy. Um, believe it or not, the Navy and the Marines, they say, but the Navy and the Air Force don't have synergy because of the pilots. Because I always grow, oh, growing up, I always thought, okay, the Navy does all the naval stuff, those sea stuff or whatever. They got the boats, they got the carriage and stuff. But I thought the Air Force was on those carriers with the Navy because those are the pilots of those, that's the air, you know, like I've always thought that way. And then starts from when the I land. started looking up the, sh the, 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 the planes and stuff and I saw the U.S. Navy SEALs, the, the, the Blue Angels, I was like, wait, what a minute. What, the only thing they share is pilots. It's the only thing that you know, the Air Force shares with the Navy is the gotcha. pilots. Okay. But it's a whole different division. Uh, planes that take off from the land are Air Force. From the sea, it's a Navy thing. That's why they have separate fleets and separate, you know, uh, I don't think they have different planes. I don't remember anymore as much, you know, because I dealt with F-16s, and that was about it. Well, F-16s, F-18s, all those A-10s, all those kind of planes are all Air Force-type planes. Correct. Navy only has, I guess, the Blue Angel planes. Well, and those are renditions of those planes. The only difference is, is that those planes land and take off from an aircraft carrier, which is a yes. And now there's a system that you land and it catches you. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, but like at a, the same time, road system or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, you obviously, you have to be equipped a certain way to handle that. So uh, this movie was dynamite. I loved it. I was looking forward to this. So I guess we have to wait till 2021. Yeah, because they can't. They, there's a lot of movies that they're pushing out through like, like, I guess, through on demand and stuff like that. But that's one of those movies. I have to watch that movie in the theater, especially with all the hype, with all the videos. And all, that, remember, they posted a video not that long ago. They're like, there's no CGI here. And it's a plane flying right over them and just shakes the crap out of everything. That's why I have to watch a movie in like IMAX style. Did you ever get to see Ozark, by the way? I never watched it. All right, so they're going to do a fourth and final season, they announced last week. Uh, it'll be 14 episodes split in two parts. Netflix is getting involved, but this is all going to come to a to an end. Maybe that'll be the new season or the new series that I'll watch because me and my wife were struggling this weekend trying to it's figure out what to watch. It's worthwhile, and in fact, before they come out with the new season, which would probably be, God, it would it would be a bit, I guess because of the way things are. I don't see them coming right out with it. Um, I go catch up on season three just because it's been a bit since I saw it. But, yep, it's interesting how this pandemic has affected so many different things in sports and entertainment. And when we talk about normalcy, that's taken away from our normalcy. But, uh, but the issue about schools returning has become quite uh, the debate. And in all of this, I think a lot gets forgotten, a lot gets overlooked. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it on the show, but I know that on Slam Radio, whether school's in session, virtually, half and half, they're all in here, we got a radio station to run. And Frank and I have probably worked harder without the kids here than we ever have before. We pace ourselves, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of itchy to get done. And we've been working hard, and we hope that when, you know, in the coming weeks you hear the difference, we hope all of you like it. And in the coming months, we're going to ask you guys to assist us because this is a labor of love that requires some resources, and we need, we need some help from our friends for those resources. In December, to celebrate our second anniversary, we're going to do a 24-hour broadcast marathon right here live from Slam Radio with the likes of people like uh, DJ Laz. Yes! I believe Pitt will join us, amongst others. And I'm not promising anybody, but I know that a lot of the people who do stuff for us here, like Dono and Frito, they're all in. Yeah, buddy. Front page 305 in. Here, my boy. And we've got other people who are ready, you know, to be a part of what is going to be a sensational movement to raising some loot 
to continue expanding and doing what we're doing with Slam Radio. And I believe that it makes a lot of sense. We have stories, we have success stories that we can point to in our short, in our infancy, because this is just two years. And uh, we're going to be in the coming weeks and months changing how we sound so that, that way you can figure out that this is, uh, well, what's the word? It takes a village, right? That's the phrase. We need your help. We need your help any way we can get it. We come back from, well, come back from break, right? Or do we just come back from break? When we come back, we haven't gone on break. Yeah, we haven't gone on break. I get long-winded sometimes. When we come back from break. I want to talk about the start of the NBA season. And do you believe, Frank, I'm going to let you mull over this as, as I say so long for a few minutes. Do you get the sense that the reason why we won't look at these championships the same isn't the length of the season, but perhaps because eventually the way the virus is affecting who plays? Whether you catch the virus or not, David Price said, I'm not playing. The Chiefs have a guy who's a doctor, Duvernay. He says, I'm not playing football. I'm going to go work as an orderly. What? What? That's Pat Tillman stuff right there. He's not destined to get sick and move on. But those are the things that affect the normalcy of what's been going on. It's playing a factor in baseball also because now, like, the Marlins now are stuck in Philadelphia still. Like, they haven't even been able to make their trip because now four of their players have uh, tested positive. So they need to be quarantined, and they can't get back in with the team until they've had at least uh, two negative tests. That's the key part to make sure everything is good. Um, so the Marlins might not even make it in town. They opened the season today here at Marlins Park against the Orioles, and they might not even make it in town until at least a couple hours before game time. Which is kind of nuts. It's nuts, and they don't want to fly down here yet because they're worried about the anybody else on the team kind of making contact with these players, and then they might. So I think they're going to test the entire team before they get on the on the on the plane to fly down because if one of them is is infected, then there's a possibility that they can infect the entire team. And what does baseball do all of a sudden if there's a team that that can't play? Do they just forfeit the losses so that everybody continues to play, or do they just say forget it? This is not going to work. Before we. Uh I keep saying before we, before we, before we're going to go to break. I do want to express my deepest condolences um, to Rafael and Mari Oliva. We know them as Tuna and Mari here at Slam. Uh, we came to find out on Friday that uh, that Mari's mother passed away due to COVID. Oh, man. Um so we, you know, obviously it saddens us, uh, particularly anything having to do with Tuna and Mari. They're like our, our kind of our parents here, particularly Tuna's the gentleman that I always refer to as my father. Uh, it was very sad to find out that he tested positive for COVID last week, and he's been in quarantine as well. He's feeling well. Um, we send them our love on behalf of the show. And, uh, and indeed, our, our deepest condolences to Mari, the loss of her mom, and, and pray that everything gets better with all of them. 
But uh, I had to mention that. I couldn't uh, stay quiet on that. We come back from break. Yeah, it affects it all angles. No one's saying it doesn't exist. Just um, it's tough to deal with some of that news and hearing some of that stuff. No doubt. All right. When we come back from break, we are going to continue discussing what I thought to be a very unique weekend of sports. There was uh, there was a UFC fight on the, there was UFC fights on ESPN. Um, and we'll get to that a little bit, but yes, we will get to that a little bit. And uh, well, the mere fact that basketball is coming back, and that the playoffs are before us, I'm telling you, I'm a little concerned. That I, I don't know that because of all of this, and I know that a couple of weeks ago the NBA had great news about testing. Not many people are really getting. They've done a great job of isolating any problems. We hope it can continue throughout the season. And we'd hope that the pandemic, or because people get sick because of it, don't, does not affect a roster or how a team ends up going health-wise into a playoff run. Um, but all of these exist. All these possibilities exist. And we'll talk about you know the start of basketball again. Baseball's had a fun start. We'll be watching from afar. They've got 50-plus games to go. In the meantime, some basketball is going to be decided in that. And, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll get to see the Lakers play. We'll get to see the Heat play. Uh, that's a start to normalcy. That's a start to what we're used to seeing. Woo-hoo! That excites me. All right, let's go to break. Come back on the other side. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. Put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. about who's coming on at 10.05. So we got my new hero. Uh, his name is Brian. He's an Oakland A's fan, and he actually cut out, uh, he paid for one of the Oakland A Coliseum cutouts of the Astros mascot sitting inside of a garbage can, which is uh, my absolute hero. And uh, he's getting a lot of praise. Came out on Yahoo Sports did a story on him. So I wanted to make sure we got him before ESPN got him and all these other people got him. So I'm going to be like, ha-ha, we got you first. So if the ball hits his cutout, he then will receive the foul ball as well. So what I've learned is that there's different zones that the Coliseum has done. So there's a lot of there's a lot of ballparks that are doing the cutouts. Not every ballpark is doing it, but every ballpark has its own kind of rules, and it depends on uh, not rules, but like I guess areas that they're going to be uh, um, putting out these cutouts, right? So every team has different prices. The Dodgers are charging 149 and 299. Giants are charging 100 bucks. The Mets are charging 86. Brewers are charging 50. Uh, the Braves are charging 50 but then $25 for their season ticket holders. 
So on and on. So the Coliseum has different zones. So there's a foul ball zone, which that area is sold out because if Do you the get Astros? the foul ball there, they send you the foul ball. Do the Astros have this? I'll check real quick. They won't sell me if I do something demeaning them. They're no, not they're not going to do it. Of course not. They have all these kinds of rules. In fact, I'm surprised with the rules that I saw on the terms for the Coliseum cutouts. I'm surprised he got away with his. But whatever. What's done is done. Um, so, yeah, so they have those foul ball areas or whatever. There's an ALS area. One of the Oakland A uh, players, ha his mom has a had ALS. So they have, like, an ALS so they can get the proceeds and donate them towards the ALS Foundation. How awesome is that? Um, and if a foul ball is caught in that area, those are going for 150 If a foul ball is caught in that area, he'll send you an autographed ball to, um, um, to you if it hits your cardboard. Also, the Oakland A's are offering two... Um, Tickets to their first game in the 2021. This is good interaction. These these teams more some more creative than others. The A's are winning that game right now. The Padres are putting uh, cutouts of family members behind home plate of the Padres. So that's a cool move, right? And then later on, they're gonna do. That's a community things. that's not gonna buy the cutouts to put them like something. Like I don't think the Marlins anybody would buy. Do you think? No, no and the they Marlins got they got big, they got yeah they're not doing anything in more ways than one. The Astros are charging hundred dollars. So we we do have. Breaking, not breaking, it broke about a half hour ago. The game that was scheduled down the street here for today has been canceled. Mm -hmm. Martin's home opener canceled. Um, because apparently, eight more players and two coaches tested positive for COVID. So it went from four to 14. Proves that it's contagious. Correct. I'm pretty careful not to be around people. It's weird. So there, uh, we were talking. I was having a conversation when you were looking for me with a couple ball players that um, local. I mean, in-house ball players, um, and they were surprised on how many on how, how the game is just being played. Like I don't know if you've I don't know if you've picked up on, but there's no more around the horn after the strikeout with nobody on base. After there's a uh, after there's a throw out, they're not throwing the ball around the infield anymore. They're not doing that tossing around. They're using twice as many baseballs as they would. On any other and during any other game, so I'm being told that the amount of baseballs used in one game typically is about two dozen to three dozen baseballs. They're using twice that amount, so they're using almost six dozen baseballs during one game. The pitcher catcher interaction it just goes back and forth. The moment any other player on the field touches the ball, they go for a new ball. That's crazy. So now think of this: around so, the horn is something that's so normal, right? So now think of this: the Marlins and the Phillies just finished playing. The Marlins just got all these all these results back that now there's 14 people um, infected with COVID-19. So the Phillies are going to have to get tested before they play the Yankees today, which in my opinion, I don't think that game should happen as well because they're going to put, they're going to start this outbreak. If they don't stop it right now, they're going to cause a huge outbreak and it's just going to spread all through baseball and it's going to be even worse. This is the problem we're having with a non-bubble sport and it's showing three days into the season. You think it's going to get worse, don't you? So if you're a Yankee player, how do you play against the Phillies tonight? Considering the fact that they just played the Marlins and the Marlins had just gotten tested with 14 members of the team having COVID coming into this game, I, with, I believe it was two, into this weekend with two. So how as a Yankee player, even as a Philly player, you want to keep playing? As a Philly, you got to be everybody's got to get tested before they play tonight. So I don't see that game happening either. I'm surprised that that game down the street got canceled. Actually, I'm, I'm glad that game got canceled down the street. Because as an Oriole player, how do you, would you want to play? If you found out that all these players tested um, positive, as an Orioles player, how do you say, yo, I don't even want to step foot into that ballpark? I also thought of something pretty funny about the home opener and everything. Is what if 
the stadium announcer doesn't want to come in or if he gets COVID. Is that, do you get that call all of a sudden? Does that become you? Well, I was also thinking if there's a double header being played tomorrow, how is he going to be able to do both games or even how is he going to be able to take off? Oh. So I was hoping that maybe one of the games would be mine. Could this be close to happening or am I just getting wishful here? Um, but are you allowed to break in? They're going to have to give you, you might need to get tested before you. No, they'll probably just do like a temperature thing. I'm not showing symptoms or anything like that. There's no reason for me to get tested. Yeah, but don't they test everyone who goes in? No, they don't really. No. Temperature. Uh, temperature it's just a temperature check. Right. Yeah, we've not had one. God, knock on one. Thank God. And what's funny is people don't realize, like, we've, we've had an opportunity to bond the last four or five months. But yet we've pretty much socially distanced, Frank. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. Like, we, we don't, you know, the, the meetings aren't necessarily like we do like this. Or when you come in here... You stay out, you know, far away enough. Once in a while, you know, there's a share of sorts of space and whatnot and wind. But we're generally in mask as well. I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I applaud myself for staying. Like, if I have to go do groceries, I'm always with mask. And I don't get close to people. Mm -hmm. I make it a point to avoid them. And if it comes off wrong, so be it. So this cutout guy, I can't wait to talk to him. I also can't wait to talk to Michael McCoy in during the 10 o'clock hour, right? 1025 or so, we'll have him on, talk about his new show. I know he's excited, man. <sighs> Martin's making news because everybody's got corona. Unbelievable, bro. Unreal, unreal, unreal. But it was bound to happen, though, considering that baseball didn't do the whole bubble thing, right? I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's, it seems like it's very open. I mean, they're doing their, their precautions here and there in-house, but players are allowed to go home. Players are allowed to do whatever they have to do. So it was expected that something like this was going to happen. Nobody expected it to happen third day or third, after three games into the season. But now we have our first COVID cancellation. What if this leads to another one? And now you have multiple teams that are in jeopardy because now you have the Marlins and they contacted with the Phillies this weekend. Yeah, now it becomes a whole, gosh, how do you get around? Umpires in that game as well are, are in jeopardy. So they have to be tested as well before they go to their next assignment. It's that deep, huh? It's that deep. Unfortunately, it is that deep. One weekend you had two players going in with COVID and all of a sudden it spread to 14. Really? Yeah, that's a little bit crazy. Just saying. It shows how serious this is. So it's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. You seem a little like upset about it. It's like you, you have an I told you so tone. Kind of, because we had talked about this when all the negotiations and things like happened. We said this needs to be done in one location or in maybe two locations, and you have those teams play within each other. If you have to do a travel situation later, you do one travel situation, and it's not the constant thing of people moving around. You know what? Hindsight's twenty twenty. Maybe the Pennsylvania governor made a right move by not allowing the Blue Jays to go play at PNC Park. I'll tell you what. Basketball seems to be doing it better. They got the bubble. MLS also has the bubble. And even MLS has had their little COVID things. Yeah, but they, NBA has had their COVID thing, but they've been able to nip it in the bud immediately. Immediately. But that's the that's what happens when you have control of the situation by having a bubble. And what's scenario. interesting is with the very thing we were complaining about, it seemed like the preseason was long. It's also been a good test run to see if people are catching it from each other when they play. And they're not. And they're not. 
because right. they're not sick with it. Mm-hmm. The moment they find someone sick, they isolate it out of the bubble. Goodbye. You can't be here. Correct. Disinfect, disinfect, disinfect. So it's really, really minimized. Huh. Like, I'm not even worried for any of the players that are within the bubble. Like, I watched baseball, and I'm like, wow, I'm a little concerned on, on what's going on. The COVID thing is, it's, 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 it, and it scares me, too, because now football, looking ahead into the future, like, if this doesn't con- get contained to anytime soon, how are we going to have football? Because football is a non-bubble environment as well. So you're going to have these teams traveling, and we're going to have this interaction going as well. So who's to say that this might not happen in football? So it does concern me a little bit. Now, looking into the future a little bit, now you start concerning yourself on, oh, my God, what if? And Dolphins rookies um, reported today. So Dolphin rookies are in camp today. That's um, NFL is going to be an interesting animal. I hate to say it. That's going to be fun. In, fo- in football, you're not social distance like you are in baseball. So it's not like people are standing away from each other. You're on top of each other. You're making contact play after play after play. The only contact that's happening in baseball is whatever happens in the batter's box between three individuals and whatever balls hit to whatever player and they pick it up after the other player makes contact on it. Football is the one that has me concerned. Football is the interesting one. As much as they said that baseball is the social distancing sport, that everybody's away from each other, nobody took into consideration that the same ball that the pitcher touches that goes off the bat, now all of a sudden the third baseman's touching it. Well, the dugout's a problem. And then the dugout's a problem. The dugout's a problem. That's where the issue lies is that dugout and clubhouse stuff, which is going to be the football problem, Frank. That's where the football problem is going to happen. Because basketball, you have few enough players that what they did was genius. They, they they really disinfected, como quien dice. Like, they made sure it was clean, but more importantly, you weren't going in if you were dirty. You weren't going in if you were dirty. And they did all the quarantine procedures. I think they've cut a couple of corners here and there, but they've been pretty efficient and pretty on top of stuff. Um, there's some people who say they might be lying about their numbers. I don't think anyone's getting sick. Everybody's ready to report someone sick. So... I get, I get this real funny feeling that that might be the model right there, whatever the NBA is doing, right? Baseball's not necessarily doing that, though. I mean, baseball is tougher to have all the games happen within one venue or one location. Oh, they tried to think about it's doing not it. built that way. It. Remember, they were going to do it like, and you just can't do it. And then you have players that want to play in MLB facilities, so the diva aspect plays in that, too, because that's what happened with the Blue Jays. Like, the Blue Jays didn't want to just play in a minor league facility in Buffalo. They wanted to play in a ballpark. I don't think I blame them, though. Come on, man. You can't do it for one season? No. No. There's there's, there's something about the product that's lesser than everybody else. No. No, I agree with that. We're in a situation, though, like... You're it, right, but... It's not... It, 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 your government's not allowing you to play in your ballpark because there's a scare for COVID. So we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's not like they're asking find you to do from now on. Find somewhere for them. I just... I don't think... I don't think the best option is putting them in a minor league park. Just my thought process. I see that it gets a problem. Like, if there's no other option, then you do it. But there are other options. So that that would be taking the path of least resistance, which in this case, you don't want to do that. Because I think the product, the branding of the product is important, even in a situation like this. Pay a lot of money to be the Toronto Blue Jays. Whether you can't play in Toronto, like, you want to look like a big league team regardless. Remember, at the end of the day, Toronto will play in a park that has cutouts in it. And it'll be invisible to us. Remember, the lighting at a minor league park is different. I don't know if you know this. I learned this during all this madness. The way the lights are situated, there are shadowy areas in minor league parks. They're not lit the same way. 
Uh, there's certain standards to big league parks that aren't the standards to minor league parks. And a lot of times minor league parks can't afford to do the major league standards. In fact, I think almost always they just don't. Um, now, I may be completely wrong, and maybe the park in Buffalo is up to major league standards. I couldn't tell you, but I believe that's one of those non-negotiables. It's like, dude, it doesn't look like a ball. It doesn't look like a big league ballpark all of a sudden. Um, I, I I think that plays into it. Whether it's minor or major effect, it plays into it. Is it diva? Eh, not really. If it's the last resort, then you got to do it. Then you can't say, I'm not playing. Does it look bad? That's being a diva. You don't agree with me. I do agree with you. Why are you laughing then? Because I just think it's amazing. I put out a tweet this morning saying that I'm adopting the Oakland A's as my new team, and I'm being welcomed in with open arms by the Oakland A's fan base. Are you serious? Yeah, dead ass. Like, I'm really getting welcomed in with open arms. People are sending pictures of jackets, Oakland supporter. And I've got like 10 likes on the tweet. I'm like, wow, okay, that's pretty cool. I can I'm let you run with rock, that. I can rock the green and gold one more time I, in my life. I, I rocked it during high school. I rocked it when Ricky Henderson played with them, and Ricky was my dude, and I used to walk around in an A's jersey. And I know you did it because of MC Hammer. Uh, am I right? No. No? Can't touch this? No. No? Mm -mm. Why'd you rock the A's jersey? I'm just curious. I never rocked the A's jersey. Never? I never have. So why the green and yellow? Uh, I went to Killian. Yeah. yeah. You got me. That was good. Shout out to Killian High School right here on uh, Good Morning Amigo. They got me. That was good. Mm -hmm. That was good. You're good. Mm -hmm. Wait, everybody lives on Twitter, right? It's a guy who engages with us. He's in our little Twitter gang. Well, it's not a gang, but we have a big group of Twitter people, right? And there's one that's got a funny name that I... When you get old, you forget. There's a lot of funny names. I realized afterwards that this guy's an old and dear friend of mine from high school. Cole Parker, everybody. So Robert and I were like we had journalism together and everything. So this was funny. So he's kind of a character on Twitter. I'll give you his handle on the break. He and I forgot that. So like Mondo puts up the other day. I guess yesterday he puts up. You know, just random question. Put up your high school in the year you graduated. So I go Coral Park, 1986. Of course, Mondo goes, yeah, that's right. Of course, because God knows I've only said that a thousand times. Mm -hmm. um, and then this character comes in, Robert. He goes, yeah, I went to class. I was in a class with Larry. I'm like, the amigos trip. I'm like, oh, my God, wait a minute. Where do I know this guy? And I had to take a second and go, oh, crap, that's, that, that's Robert. Oh, my God, I haven't talked to Robert in years. Yes, getting old, Frank, getting old. Why do you admit it? Yeah, first step right there, admit it. It's acceptance. Yeah. It's acceptance. Here's what I don't accept, right, is you, you become a year older, but you're like a fine wine. You get better. I want to be like birthday boy Alex Rodriguez, who today turns 45 years of age. Because of J-Lo? Well, it gets visited by his hot-ass girlfriend, J-Lo, on the set where he's doing stuff for MLB TV to wish him a happy birthday. Can you imagine having a birthday and that... So I'm here. Today's my birthday, Frank, right? J-Lo walks in through the door. Are you kidding me? Listen, if J-Lo's not my girlfriend and J-Lo walks into the door and wish me happy birthday like she just did Friday, there's a possibility of losing consciousness and cardiac arrest. There's a potential of that. I'm too old to withstand a blow like that. So when I, I want to groom myself to be the next, I want to be the bald Alex Rodriguez. I can't get the 700 homers, 696, but who's counting? I don't know if I need the hot girlfriend. That's not where 
I'm going with this. I just, what a life of Riley he's living. Dude, he's like the voice of baseball at this point. Are you kidding? The guy who got caught not once, but twice. He had weak analysis, though, opening night. Well, he was off his game. Off his game? When you're asked to pick a sleeper team and you're an MLB analyst, that's off your game? Really? Amigo. What was the sleeper team? The Astros. How are the Astros a sleeper team? Because no one's really thinking about them winning. Actually, they have everybody still. No, they don't. Who's Garrett Cole with? Much, bro. Where's Garrett Cole? Okay, so they lost. How's Verlander doing these? So they lost the pitchers. So they lost a couple arms, but they still have the the offensive power. Huh. That's not a sleeper pick, man. I'm sorry, that's not a sleeper pick. I think actually it is. No, 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 no. No? They're one of the contenders for the, for the AL West, right? Along with who? Uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, that American League Championship is up between three teams, maybe? I'm talking about division. He, well, okay, well, I'm talking about the, the American League. We're going to win the East. I'm not worried about that. But who else is fighting for the American League? Houston? Minnesota? Minnesota. Who else is in the odds? Well, the A's right now. Uh, Two and one, baby. We'll come back from break, and we will keep it continue. We're going to talk to this, this Brian. His name is Brian. Brian, the cutout dude. He's an Oakland A's fan. This is going to begin a marriage with the Good Morning Amigo crew and the Oakland A's fan base? Is that possible? I want to find out what they call their fan base. I'm gonna so you see how that. fun this is? You always criticize when I do this, and I adopt teams. <laughs> My latest adoption is, is TC, Tampa Catholic. I can't wait to get in when things get to normal. You have no idea how excited I am about visiting that campus and seeing all the folk over there. there you go. I'm always shouting out Tampa Catholic if I'd gone a day of school there. So you like adopting the team. It's fun. Look at you. You have like a you have like look at you. You have a little energy to you that you don't normally have on a Monday. I've run late. Let me go to break so we come back. We can talk to your fan base. Look at you. Are you allowed to actually, um, Frank, root for? I have no idea what you're talking about. Are you allowed to root for the A's? I have no idea what you're talking Good. about. Good. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. This is Dag Prescott, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo. On Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Our, our next guest, we like, we like the heroes that are like, to say what do we say cult here like like they they do things that make them legendary make them heroes without capes and sometimes it's about the subtle yet funny message we've we've taken a liking to this this twitter page at mlb umps because it just doesn't give a rat's ass and says whatever. I mean, whatever comes to mind, sometimes irreverent, sometimes very, very funny. I'm surprised it hasn't caught on more. It's growing a little bit, but it's just got a few hundred followers. It's not that big a deal. But, you know, when all of a sudden you think of something smart enough like Brian Johansson did, Oakland A's fan extraordinaire at, what is it, at? Uh, Sandlot 408. At Sandlot 408. Sandlot. Sandlot, like the movie. Sandlot. 
at Sandlot408. Um, he is a genius. He is a G. He walks on water on this show simply because he did it the right way. And, and now Oakland A's fans everywhere are going to take notice of Good Morning Amigo and Frank Fernandez, the newest dubbed Oakland A's fan. Yes, sir. Very proud of you, by very the way. Very proud. Very, very. You, you, you took a liking to them. You like that, don't you? Yes, I did. I appreciate the welcome. How about them? Because usually whenever somebody posts something that they're adopting a team, family's like, yeah, 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 whatever, get away from us. No, no, I'm adopting the Oakland A's. They're yours. They're mine. You enjoy it. They're mine. So the last time I wore anything Oakland A's related, Ricky Henderson galloped in the gardens of the outfield over in, uh, was it Oakland Alameda where they used to play? I might be wrong about that. I'm dating myself. But I'm sure Brian, the Oakland A's fan, will know. Joining us at Sandlot 408, Brian Johansson. Why is he famous? Because he has a cutout. Well, I'll let him explain. Brian, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, amigo, man? I'm doing good. <laughs> you are the man times 10. Uh, the idea came from where, and I'm sure you've received some attention that either you didn't expect or had a feeling might happen. Um, so the idea actually came like a long, a long time ago. Um, it was actually a banner that we made. One of our, uh, fellow, um, ACE fans reached out just to Twitter and said, Hey, um, you know, can anybody Photoshop orbit in a trash can? Well, me and a couple of my buddies, that's all we do. And so we were like, shoot, let's do it for her. And then another guy called like random Photoshopper, he did the same thing. And uh, we're like, okay, which one do we use? We liked his better. And so he's like, hey, um, if you donate, you know, to a charity that I work with, I'll give you guys a source file. So we did that. Um, we took the file and then we added, you know, the asterisk logo. And then um, and we added something on the bottom as well. And we made it into a banner. And then we had all this other stuff planned for the, the series because the Astros' first uh, away series was in Oakland. So we had all this other stuff planned. COVID kind of sidelined that. And so I was like, well, shoot, I'll at least just take Orbit and submit it uh, for the, the, the Athletics uh, Cardboard Cutout Program. And I never thought that it would get printed, but obviously it did. And they <laughs> sat it right there front row in uh, right field bleachers. Um, unbeknownst to you, uh, good morning, amigo. You know, they do this on, we do this on our own. Uh, even though I run Slam Radio, this is not a Slam Radio sponsored thing. This is an Amigo sponsored thing. Um, I love to rail on the asterisks. I think nothing yeah. of them, maybe because I'm a Yankee fan at heart, I get it. But to me, nothing brings greater joy than five things. Watching the asterisk tour on Twitter post something, watching an Astros hitter get plunked, Watching the Astros lose, watching someone make fun of the Astros, or all of the above. You, my friend, pretty much did all of the above. You didn't plunk anybody with it, but what, what you did with that cutout idea was brilliant. I see that some people have reached out to you, and you are obviously getting attention. My question is, I understand in Oakland, if a foul ball hits your cutout, you get a ball. So, like, what are you planning on? If you, if you get a ball, because there's a chance that that could happen. If you get a ball, or in your case, it might be a home run ball, um, what, uh, what would you do with that ball? I'm just curious. So, it's actually, 
hard to keep track of, but the actual uh, the the cutouts in the bleachers actually don't get the ball. Oh. So to my to my knowledge, you had to. So there's a foul ball zone in the lower bowl level, which um, if you paid a little bit extra money, those are the ones that basically, if a foul ball hits, you get that ball. But I'm sure if a foul ball hits that orbit, um, I probably wouldn't even get that ball. And they might probably knowing knowing Dave Cavill and the A's. Um, you know, he's the president of the A's. They'll probably wrap that up and mail it over to the Astros. That's what I, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, that's my guess. I mean, they, you know, they might have the whole, uh, they might have the whole team sign it. <laughs> so just to not confuse you, Brian, you're new to the show. The whistle you hear in the background is a famous whistle, PC Richards whistle. And as an A's fan, I'm sure you've, you've seen the team travel to New York to face the Yankees. And at some point, one of your hitters strikes out in Yankee Stadium, and you proceed to hear this. Oh, so, and I understand your dad's a big Yankee fan, so you might know about the whistle, right? You, you know what the whistle is, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately we hear it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so here on the <laughs> show, when you get a whistle, it's because you got a zinger, right? Or you said something that really is a closed case. Like when you say something that you can't you, you can't dispute it, or you said something funny that's like strong that doesn't can't receive a response, it's as, it's the equivalent of a strikeout. So you get the whistle. So you've already earned a couple without even knowing that the game plays like that on the show. So I think you have Hall of Fame capabilities on this radio show already, just by virtue of how you jumped on and your start, your your rookie start. You're like you're rookie of the year right now. Right now, you're Rookie of the Year here on Good Morning Amigo. I got to tell you. Brother, oh, I, I didn't mean to take up a lot of your time, but we are going to adopt the A's in a very loving fashion. That's good. We're going to adopt them. We're going to no, go to social good. media. Um, we Anything that has – I am very open about it. Anything that has to do with making fun of the Astros, making them embarrassed, making them feel bad about everything that they did uh, to procure a 2017 World Series championship – it gets my endorsement with an Amigo stamp of approval. And that's why Asterisk Tour comes on the show all the time. They'll be on this week sometime. And I'll be dead honest with you, man. The fact that they put your cutout in there is about the most delicious thing to happen so far this season. Uh, that and the fact that the Astros lost yesterday. Um, when do the A's play yeah, the Astros? To the, I, I to the Mariners. Yes, to the Mariners, I know. When do the A's play the Astros? You're the, you're the resident A's fan. In fact, we may call you on a weekly basis so you can give us our Oakland A's update. I think that might be a, even something we're going to do. But when do, do you know when they actually play the Astros? So that's not until next week. So uh, it, it won't be next week. We actually, all the series with the Astros, we only have one in Houston. So the other three are all in Oakland. Oh. So... They're gonna see, and it's and it's right there. So where where it's located, yeah. So where it's actually located is um, in right field, front row bleachers, mm -hmm. and it's like three seats away from the foul pole. Sweet. So and it's in between, it's in, in in between two Ramon Laureano cutouts that are all that are also mine. Oh my God! So it's. <laughs> Yeah, Brian, you're, being, so, you're going to be on ESPN like, next week, man. That whole thing, the, I can yeah. see them taking an angle <laughs> picture of the right fielder and then your cutout coming out front. Of, oh my goodness, this is beautiful. Yeah, we want you so on August, next week uh, after August seventh. August seventh, we're going to have you on right before that series. Right after, we're going to make you a star here on, on in our little world, in our little pond. That is Good Morning <laughs> Amigo, brother. I'm going to let you go. Thank you for jumping on with us, man. 
Uh, much love. Start listening right to the show. I want to follow you. We're going to, A's, Oakland A's, Oakland A's. Uh, just stoked about it. There you go, man. All right, my brother. Thanks for joining us right on the on. show. Take care, Brian. Take care and be safe, man. All, All right, right, Brian. Bye-bye. Take care. That's it. He's our new Oakland A's insider. We'll come back on the other side. We're going to talk to uh, our newest show host here on Slam Radio. Michael McCoy will join us. We announced earlier on the show that the Michael McCoy show will debut. It'll be Mondays, two hours. We'll talk a little more with Michael and what we can expect from that show right here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I love that rejoin. You're getting good, Frank, our next guest. He understands the business. So this business is going to be quick because we're going to hang. I think we're going to get Josh Friedman on the station. Josh covered the Marlins for years. Such beautiful insight to get. Now we have these people, you know, kind of part of this. So we're going to have him jump on in just a couple of minutes. In the meantime, we're going to talk right now. Let's give it up to Michael McCoy. Michael McCoy is uh, about to graduate from the University of Miami. And he is an interesting story because he, Frank, he's like one of us, man. He's like one of those. I went out and, and, and stopped what I was doing almost to a fault to follow this passion or his dream that I have. Only he did it times 10 because he put his money where his mouth was and decided he wanted to finish college and, and is at the, at the cusp, at the precipice of doing this. And in the interim, over the last three years, he's hosted a weekly show that airs Sundays on WVUM, 90.5 FM here in South Florida, which is University of Miami Radio, uh, Hurricane Radio. And it's phenomenal, some of the guests that he gets and whatnot. And I, I can't officially say I've mentored him. I've given him advice on a couple of occasions. We've become good friends. And the opportunity arose to give him an opportunity to have a national voice rather than just Sundays here in Miami. And, of course, he jumped all over it. And we're, we're really the lucky ones to have him. And he'll be doing two hours on Mondays from noon to 2. It'll be the Michael McCoy Show. Joining us, Michael McCoy. What's up, Mike? How you doing? Good morning, man. Did I hear correctly that it's your birthday? No, it's not my birthday. It's it's A Rod's birthday. I wish. Oh, A Rod's birthday. <laughs> I, oh, I wish it was oh, my birthday, mind. as Angela would have come in here to slam radio and given me a cake and a kiss. You know how she loves me. Good morning, man. How you doing? I'm not as good as you, bro. Congratulations, my friend. Are you excited about what's uh, what's coming down the pike? Still hasn't hit me, man. I'm like, like, holy crap! Today's Monday. That's a week from today, and all I gotta say is thanks for the opportunity, dude. I am stoked. I'm really, really happy about it. So we're excited to have you, you know, be a part of our Slam Radio family and some of the things that we're building within the infrastructures to have shows. And right now, on this on the short term, we've scheduled a bunch of shows. And then, um, what's going to end up happening is some of the shows might be self sufficient and run at different times once we get to Labor Day. Other shows are going to stay aboard in, in hopes of creating a synergy with our advanced students to serve as producers and have roles on these shows. And that's what we're looking towards right now. Uh, with your show, it seems like it's going to be an automatic for a couple of reasons. You're very self-sufficient. You've done this for several years with the University of Miami, but in the process of getting an education, you know how to edit. You know what it takes. Like I don't have to even give you any advice. Like You, you probably already know what direction you're going in with your show. So I'm excited to ask, tell us a little bit of what we could expect from the Michael McCoy show. 
Well, man, I mean, you know me, um, live and die orange and green. So definitely going to have some change news when it calls for it. But I don't want to put myself in a box. I don't want to put the show in a box. I uh, definitely want to talk about anything, uh, you know, sports headline related, anything that's going to be talked about big time in the previous week, NBA news, college football, college basketball, NFL news. I'm trying to get my game up on baseball to not disappoint you. It's never really been my forte, but uh, everything, man, boxing, Mike's back. So if this was on today, I would have been talking about that. So just a little bit of everything. So, you know, I don't mean to cut you short, but baseball has become a very big story in the last hour or so. Uh, and I invite you to stay tuned because we're going to have Josh Friedman coming on on the heels of Hanging Up With You, which is going to be it's shortly. Uh, and unfortunately, what would have been 15 minutes, we're going to cut it short, but we'll have you on later in the week to talk a little more about this. But I wanted you to understand that the announcement was official as of about three hours ago we made the announcement on the air. Um, so now you can brag to all your friends whether I get it up on Slam Radio's Instagram or not. So uh, be my guest. <laughs> let the world know what has happened. Your Twitter gang's going to love it. It's the second time I've used that word today. I'm like, it's terrible. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Someone's trying to sell me on the name of a show, Kane Gang, and I'm being careful about it only because, well, you know, I this is you. a student-based state. I just I want to be careful. You know, I'm. Uh, it's my job to be the old man. But also, it's my job to bring in shows like yours. We're excited to have you, Michael. Um, we will talk again. Let's do something a little later this week. But uh, incredible news coming out of Marlins camp. They have to cancel the game. So I want you to stay tuned. Josh Friedman's going to jump on with us right now on the show. We're not even going to any breaks or anything. Is that what it is? Oh, wait a minute. I'm being told in my ear I don't have to necessarily cut you off. Hold on. I'm not doing that to Mike, bro. You give give Mike his time. 1040, Josh Friedman. Mike's a team player, though, man. (laughs) Mike's my boy. So right now, Mike has his time. Okay, well, I mean, that's fine. If you guys made that decision executively behind my back, I just thought there was a pressing nature to have Frito on, but that's fine. Uh, we can continue. I mean, that, that's... Uh, Frito's got things going on. He's, oh, so he's busy, too. Well, he's made time for us at 1040. Oh, wow. We're not going to break. Wow. We're go right to Frito. At wow, wow, wow. Okay, Tell so that means we have a couple more minutes with Mike. Look, 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 look. You already got McCoy's back here. That's good. <laughs> tell him, Frank. Yeah, tell him, tell him, Frank. Let him know he has one hour now on Mondays. <laughs> Don't listen from, to the old man, From Mike, 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. he's on. Don't listen to the old man, Mike. You're good. And no replays. Only you. once we play it. Once. From 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. Catch it live. No, I'm just teasing you, bro. Live. <laughs> but, man, your passion indeed is is Miami Hurricane sports, and it's evident in your show. Um, you got a national audience listening now. So I know when you say sports, you know, certainly you, you, you talk about all kinds of sports. You say baseball is not your strength. What's the sport we can expect you to talk about the most? Would that be football or would that be hoops? Honestly, man, uh, both of those. I didn't play football for you know in high school or college or anything like that. I did play uh, basketball, ran some track, um, still play some organized ball and you know recreational league here and there. So definitely heavy on NCAA basketball, which I don't know why it doesn't have the following that NBA basketball does, because NBA Miami. ball really does. It, there's a following do around the country. You have a you have a national voice, so you can talk about it now. People are outside of go. Miami listening to you. I promise you. Just, you it's go. Miami that doesn't go. like college basketball for some reason. Which is crazy, man. Which it's is nuts. crazy. But uh, those two for sure, man. College and pro basketball and football. Cool. 
That's fantastic. So we got you two hours. Are you are you intimidated by the two hours? That's not Absolutely a usual. Absolutely not. Oh, you're not. You're ready for it. Absolutely not. I look forward to it. There's times that I feel like I'm uh, doing a little bit too much in the two hours, but that's perfect, man. I would have taken an hour if you would have given it to you. I would have taken a half hour because this platform is awesome. But no, two hours. I have to admit that I'm just like, holy crap, this is this is going to happen. So it's a, a little bit kind of weird, but um, I'll, I'll be ready, man. I'll be ready. I hope not to disappoint you guys. You hope? Huh? Okay. I don't think you're going to disappoint me. I think I made this decision cognizant of the fact that you're not going to disappoint. Your show doesn't disappoint. And um, I guess what's interesting to me is the notion that we've been able to get to know each other through Twitter. Social media, for all the negative things, Frank, that social media has, let's, let's have a conversation, a rundown of what social media has meant to me. I meet Frank Fernandez through social media. We didn't have any common friends. I mean, we did, wow. right? But it was all through social media. All through Twitter. Okay. So I don't know, Frank, if there's no Twitter. Same way I don't know Michael McCoy if there's no Twitter. True. So for all the negatives that we hear about social media, like it's how you use your platform. And uh, Twitter's been your Twitter's been your haven for years. It really True. has. Um, do you feel there's a little bit of that persona in who you are on the air? Because I'm going to be honest with you, listening to you on Sundays, sometimes it doesn't match. So I'm just curious: Am I going to get the Twitter persona, or am I going to get the guy from my Sunday show? Definitely the guy from the Sunday show. Kind of is the guy on Twitter because, I mean, I tend to piss a lot of people off. Yeah, you make me mad sometimes. He gets me mad all the time, Frank. <laughs> he pisses me off all the time. He's the only one that gets me like I get mad at him and I just smile. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know the best part? is He, he, he understood what I just said. Yep. He's gonna yep. br- he's gonna bring a little Spanglish to the show too. He promised me he was gonna. Dos Amigos lives on forever. He says so. He promised me in, <laughs> in memory of the Dos Amigos show that he's gonna do a little uh, a little Spanglish in there. He thought it was, I have to man. He thought it was really funny our little thing with Jonathan Zaslow. He, <laughs> oh he my God. boy, what are you talking about? He oh thought it was God. hysterical. I couldn't believe. Oh, I'm gonna take a picture. We, I have a picture of the one that I sent to him that he wanted no part of. You're my boy. Yeah, that I signed for him, <laughs> and he wanted no part of that. It was a little embarrassing for Johnny's as he didn't want any part of that. But you know what? Johnny's as does good work with what he does with the Heat, and God bless him. Um, but yeah, apparently not making a lot of friends on radio. That's but that's what I heard through the grapevine. What do I know? What the? I don't know anything. I'm just a guy who runs a, a national radio station. That's all me. I love saying that. That's all. I'm terrible. That's all. I'm terrible. So, yeah, Michael got a kick out of how we, we, we socked it to, to Johnny's ass. Uh, I was picking my job from the ground for, for about five minutes there. Johnny two times. Oh, yeah, I got no shame. You know me. I, once in a while, I do that duty of going on to social media and using it to tell you to go fly a kite. A few weeks ago was the guy who tried to correct my grammar. That one was really funny because that guy used the really. You know how we use the really? Really? Like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah. So the guy correcting me in the grammar was really using the really. And I said, wow, your infantile use. What is it? Your Im- I, I just absolutely, I just destroyed him. It was like it was like a Jason Terry dunk. 
Uh, I'm sorry. It was like a LeBron dunk over Jason Terry. Yeah, um, the stare down. Yes, it's just with the stare down and everything. Although, well, if you ask Frank, that's a fake stare down. He doesn't think LeBron's very tough. Yogurt. Yeah, he calls him yogurt. He, he, you see his theory about LeBron? He says LeBron is frozen yogurt, and Michael Jordan is ice cream, the real thing. See what he's well, He's not wrong. Oh, my God. With you. Woo! He's not wrong. <laughs> Woo! He's not, <laughs> he's not wrong. Oh. Look who you're talking to. You're talking to a Bulls fan for life, yes. dude. I don't know if you well, knew that, but... Mike, 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 we're going to be some friends, boy. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's a fake Miami guy. Not you. Yeah, I know you're not a Miami guy. This guy who... He, 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 I'm 305 till I die. Unless it's... Uh, what is it? 312, baby. 312, yeah. I was born there, man. Got to go back to the roots, right? Well, my roots are the 212, and you give me shit about it all the time. <laughs> Thanks for cursing, oh, bud. Oops, I said a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you give me a hard time about being a New Yorker. You know, I wanted to put up a bunch of New York stuff in here. They didn't let me. They took it out of here. They didn't, it's got to be Miami or nothing at all in the studios. We're redecorating the studio, making it look, you know, well, making it look good. That's funny. That's funny. Two one two. My dad is from Jersey. From Bayonne, New Jersey. I think that's I forget. Two hundred one. It's a two hundred one area. That's a two hundred one. Absolutely a two hundred one. Yeah. That's very nice. Brother, I cannot wait to hear your show on the station. Uh, we're excited. Uh, maybe I won't have you on later this week because we're able to keep you on, but we will have to meet, discuss, you know, semantics. And uh, we're, we're gunning for next Monday, as we discussed, correct? We're gunning right. to start That's this, right. launch this a week from today from That's 12 right. to 2. So we, uh, we got to get on the ball, Frank. And get everything in order, indeed. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you jumping on. Welcome to the Slam Radio family. Um, dude, this is uh, long overdue, and I told you one day I'd be able to do something. I didn't think it'd be at you this sure scale. Did. I didn't think it'd be at this scale, but I, I'm, I'm happy to help always. You sure did, man. Thank you, Frank. Can't wait to be best friends, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, as he wears a Blackhawks jersey to, <laughs> to work today. This guy's unbelievable. I'm just, I'm glad he's 305. Thank God he's 305, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till I die. Till he dies, yeah. Till he dies. Or until next week when it's, you know, the Cubs against whatever. I, I love giving him a hard time. I will give you the same hard time, Mr. Bulls fan. We will talk soon. Got you, man. You can follow him at The Real McCoy. It's Michael McCoy. Mondays, 12 to 2 p.m., starting next Monday right here on Slam Radio. We'll talk to you soon, Mike. God bless, guys. Take care, brother. Frank, what's the status with my man? He's on, ready to go. So I didn't want to wait till 40. I wanted to go right now to the expert. This is where you hand the baton over to the real pro, not the goofball. Joining us, you can hear him Thursdays right here along with his sidekick, Alex Dono, Dono and Frito Show. Josh Friedman's the best in the business when it comes to stuff like breaking news, jumping on and giving you hits. And it doesn't need to be any different. You don't even have to ask permission. You call and interrupt this show, sir. You understand me? <laughs> <laughs> I, this reminds me of the good old days, man. You used to do this often with us, and I always enjoyed it. Joining us, Josh Friedman here on Good Morning Amigo. Yes, breaking news, uh, 14 members of the team, uh, two coaches, 12 players, uh, now I've tested positive. The game canceled today. What's next? This is a little odd. I, I didn't think it had spread like wildfire that way, but this is um, this could put a real monkey wrench in things. Larry, I just tweeted out, you think about this, 14 members of the Marlins have tested positive, and the baseball season is five days old. That's it, five days. 
I don't know how the Marlins could play maybe tomorrow. You know, the home opener has been canceled tonight, of course. They play tomorrow. If you're if you were a an Orioles player, would you feel safe? You know, standing on a base next to a Marlins player or standing in the batter's box next to a Marlins catcher? I wouldn't. And and let's go back to where they just played. If you're the Yankees, do you feel safe going in that visitors' clubhouse, even though it's being nope. sanitized like crazy? I would not do that. I wouldn't do that. Nor would I want to stand next to Philly players. What if they have it? And you know they've gotten it, but the symptoms haven't shown up yet. You know. The Phillies can't play. If I'm Major League Baseball, the Marlins don't play for a long time and the Phillies don't play for a long time. You just can't do it. This thing is going to have tentacles that could go throughout Major League Baseball, not just affect here uh, you know, in, down in Miami. So we know that we heard last night they weren't going anywhere. They were a little concerned, mm-hmm. and I think the concern was they needed to test. They needed to figure out what the real situation was. Mm-hmm. Um, now figuring that situation out, I got a funny feeling that in the next 24 hours we're going to hear some real um, strong news coming out of that. C- could they feasibly tell them you can't play? Like, how does this work now? Like, I don't, I can't even fathom what that does to a schedule, how you adjust, what you do, what you can't do. I, I I'm clueless at this point. This is unprecedented. Well, it's it's all good questions, and no one knows the answers for sure. I'll bet if you, you know, injected Rob Manford, the commissioner of baseball, true serum right now, he doesn't know what's going to happen going forward. There's going to believe me. There are high level discussions going on right now as we speak, and you know, I just heard Jeff Passan on ESPN saying baseball came out with a 113 page book on protocols as to what happened. Sorry, that's my dog in the background. That's Wrigley, okay. Wrigley, by the way. Wrigley, that's right. Wrigley, um, 113-page manual on the COVID virus, how to handle it, but there wasn't anything in the book, according to Jeff Passon, on how to handle a situation like this. Amazing that, that, that there wasn't anything in there like that. Do I don't know. Do they force the Marlins to forfeit games? Do they force the Phillies for the next few days to forfeit games? Uh, all good questions, and we just don't know what they're going to do. Um, I, you know, I think any sport that, play, that doesn't play in a bubble is, is really going to not finish. I just tweeted out. I can't see. I mean, I'm going on a sidebar here, if you, if you allow me, just for a second. I don't see how college football, I see there's a n- zero chance, no chance whatsoever, that neither college football nor the NFL finish their seasons. I, I really don't. I mean, you've you got guys in a pile and tackling and right next to each other and spitting on each other and, and breathing each other's air, you know, and, it, and then going back to the sidelines with their own players. It's just not going to work. And Major League Baseball, look at this. How I mean, they're in close contact on bases and in the batter's box, and look how it's affected just one team right now. And maybe they got in Atlanta, who two catchers have tested positive. So I think you're going to see a lot of positive tests. And, and would Major League Baseball shut down this season? I guess it's possible, but we just don't know yet. We don't have enough information right now, and, I, and baseball doesn't have enough information right now. You think other teams start kind of just because testing – in a different way, because I, I know there's been temperature checks, but certainly basketball seems to have done this closer to the right way than baseball has. And, and I think there's going to be, I agree with you, I think there's going to be some effects from this that are not going to be good. Um, what? Do they, I don't know. I think, one, I think baseball might test once every two days. Now I think you have to test every day if they, can, if they can get their hands on all those tests they need. How do you not test every single day with this group of players considering what's going on thus far? Yeah, I think you have to. And... Boy, oh boy, this is this is a monkey wrench. We were just having so much fun with all of this. Hopefully, it can get mitigated in the right way. I, 
<sighs> it's just and Larry, let's let's look at like Mike Trout, best player in baseball. He's got a, a baby on the way, his first baby. If I'm him now, I, I he was hesitant to come back at all. Now, if I'm him, I might say, you know what, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. I'm going back to my wife and our unborn child, and I'll sit out until next year. Now, isn't there a way to? Are they doing the rapid test when they do the every other day test? Because I think the rapid test would tell them immediately you can start incubating people right away. I just think that unfortunately there's there's an unprecedented access in a clubhouse and in a dugout that makes this such a spreadable virus with through baseball and it might be a little different in basketball. Um, but I, I don't know even know enough about how they're testing them. I wonder. I don't either. I don't either to be honest with you. And, and I'm not. I'm not sure. And just. But you know, I, I was you know watching my Cubs this weekend. Of course, it's nice to have baseball back. And guys were not supposed to do any high fives at all. They're supposed to distance as much as they can, not do any high fives. That was ignored right away. Right away. I mean, it just, it just. This is these sports that aren't in a bubble are petri dishes, Larry. That's all. That's what they are. They're glorified petri dishes, in my opinion. Yeah, brother. I'm waiting to see what happens. Um... I, I'm serious about what I said, only because, Josh, this is something that you were always so great at doing. Oh, uh, either you. you were in a clubhouse and you'd get a break and you'd cause, hey, this got to jump. Like, you have same car blanche here. You come on whenever the heck you want, man. Like, absolutely. Well, thank you. You, you got the back you, phone number. You come on. <laughs> we, it's, it's a done deal whenever you want. Well, thank you. The thing is, this, this is happening at lightning speed. The last show that Donna and I did before we went on sabbatical, if you will, uh, you know, the, in, in one show, uh, NHL shut down. I think Major League Baseball that? shut down. And, and then, uh, yeah, and then the, uh, college sports right after we got off the air shut down. And MLS shut down while we were on the air. It's just, uh, it, it happened so quickly. I mean, just in lightning speed. And I think you're going to see lightning speed 2.0 come very, very soon. Oh, boy. That Thursday and Friday was, was a unique set of circumstances that I think I'll always remember. I'll remember yeah. the 12th and the 13th. Uh, very, I'll be yep. very candid. I'll remember him in a way that very few things in my career I'll remember. But I do remember that day, you guys on the air, and it was one after the other hitting, and it was. Yep. We just kept looking around at each other, like, "What the hell's going on right now?" Well, it's crazy. Th think about all that's going to happen between now and the time Dono and I get on the air on Thursday at noon, or even when you come in tomorrow, yes. there could be massive changes. <laughs> well, again, I, you know, I don't want to take you guys out of your schedule. If things get hectic and you want to jump on through Zoom, brother, you you're, got always, it. you're welcome to. You know that I love having you on the air. You were one of uh, one of those guys that taught me the ropes early on, so I know well. how to go back and forth with you on the air <laughs> very well, as a matter of fact. Um, let's plan on doing it, because if it gets testier, it's big news, then I think we gotta got to jump it. to stuff like that, and I'll be at your disposition for that. And, you uh, got it, Larry. And I'm glad you jumped on with us. Thank you so much, Josh. Thanks, thanks very much, Larry. All take, right, take care. Bye-bye. Take care, my man. Right. You know, you don't ever want to for... Like, this is such a favor. This station is everything is done because you want to do it. Um, there's a love for the art. Um, I love how our kids interact with Dono. Um, we need to be back in the studio because that's a great show to have while they're here to work on while they're in class. Uh, they handled it like a very typical radio show. But but Friedel's an old school media dude. Goes and gets sound, breaks. He used to break stories. Remember, for years, he was dude breaking a lot of Marlin stories, a lot of Heat stories. Um, he was always there. He was always one of those count, uh, count on guys that I would go to.
just to f- hear the news. Like, I'd be driving home, and I know that it's not my normal drive home, so I don't necessarily know who's on the radio. I'm like, oh, let me just turn on 790-560. Let me see who's on. Bam, Josh Friedman's on. And I'm like, great, because I know I'm going to get good insight, especially baseball-related. He's the best person pretty much oh, here baseball. during baseball. That guy knows more baseball. Man, does he know baseball. You know, I brag about knowing baseball. I don't. I don't try to test it. I don't know if I know more old school stuff than him. I don't know if I think I do. And you know that I think very highly of my baseball now. Very few people, um, I think, can match what I know about baseball. And, and that guy definitely. <laughs> that guy definitely. So an hour ago, Jeff Passan, you know, um, tweeted, the Marlins' home opener against the Baltimore Orioles tonight has been canceled uh, as the team remains in Philadelphia and continues to undergo testing. Um it's just, to me, it's nuts to think that this is what's going on. He, Carl Ravitch puts out just a few minutes ago while we were on the air with Josh, the Phillies organization becomes a hugely important factor now in where, in where things go from here. Test results on personnel likely will be known this evening. I believe other games scheduled for tonight will be played. You would think the other ones would be played except hopefully the Phillies, the Phillies Yankee game and then the Marlins game, which has already been canceled. Who is an expert at this that we can have on? Things might just change tomorrow in a way. I'm going to find someone we can jump on early with. I need to know how they test. I don't know enough about this. And I, and, and I don't think that's just like, I've read a bunch of stuff. I, there's no way of knowing. I asked a guy who knows, like I'm admitting, knows more than me. He goes, I have no clue. I don't think that's something that's necessarily advertised. It's got to be someone who's in the know that knows that. With what, how they test? If they do those rapid tests or not. Like, what kind of testing do they do? Why aren't they testing them daily? Because he said every other day, like, you should be testing them daily. And I think that's what they're doing in the NBA. But are those rapid tests, like, how accurate are those rapid tests? Like, and how rapid are they? Like, within a day? Minutes. Minutes. That's an interesting little thing to get to. Because if baseball is going to survive, you got to be able to mitigate if something like this happens. But more importantly... You got to do it better. You got to do it the way basketball does it, where they kind of, they get, they become the wall, no pun intended, to prevent anything in or out of the bubble. There's no bubble in baseball. So you have to even, you have to even be tougher about how you test those guys. I'm just saying. 11 o'clock here on Slam Radio. The youth comes at you for another week of great broadcasts. I love when they jump on the air. I don't think Amanda does it. I think it's Nicole and the gang today. Um, that's what it looks like to me. Are we going to go to break or are we going to continue straight through? I can't hear you. I'm sorry. We can go to break. All right, let's go to break. Come back. Final segment of the program. It's been a... It's done good stuff here. Done good stuff. I'm just worried, man. I don't want baseball to shut down. Let's be smart about this. Yeah, I probably should be following Jeff Passan. I'm an idiot. All right. On the other side, final segment. I'm sorry? Isn't it Passan? Or is it Passan? The day I interview him on the air, then I'll worry about getting his name right. How about that? Touche. I think it's Passan, though. I think you're right. I think I'm wrong. You're right this time. Just saying. All right. Final segment on the other side. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. Yo, what's up? This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find... 
And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Nicole and the gang. Yep, Nicole and the gang. Nicole's already logged in. Got some breaking news coming in, Milian. You do? Well, you're showing me the phone. It's like if you had sent me something, but I don't see anything. So you're going to have to go ahead and break the news. Monday's Yankees-Phillies game postponed over concerns about the coronavirus. Dear God, my Yankees are now getting affected by this. At least they're not exposed to the Phils. Trickling down, man, but that's the right move for baseball to make. That's the only move for baseball to make. You have to contain it, right? Wasn't all this all about containment, containment, containment? You have to contain it. Now that you know one team has had the, the, the outbreak and they played with another team, you have to make sure that other team is clean before they play with the third team. So it's the right move to make. So it's a good thing that the Marlins haven't touched, haven't been inside of the ballpark because now they can go ahead and content and and um, and ext- whatever they can go ahead and and clean everything up, and then they can make sure that by the time they get back, they're clean and everything is, is sterile and ready to go. Sterilized is the word I was looking for. Sterile, huh? Sterile, ready. <laughs> Three man's nightmare. You're gonna go with that one, huh? This is a bad choice of words. You think? Maybe? Why? <laughs> Why is that a bad choice? Just saying sterilized is sterile. You know what it is to me, sterile? Yeah, I got it. But how else would I have said to clean and do what they have to do in there to get rid of COVID? <laughs> sterilized is the right one, right? Yes. Million, gosh. What do I do with you? <laughs> pivot. Pivot. I'll go ahead and pivot. That's fine. All right, so no Yankees baseball tonight. Nope. Crap. You still haven't asked me for my laughs. I have them here. You're just busy not wanting laughs. Oh, no, now I need it. Now I got oh, it. I got oh, my computer now. Oh, oh no. Nice. Oh, talked about it earlier in the show. I got my computer now. Let me get everything situated with it. Let me get it ready to go. Yes. And then I'll yes. go ahead and upload all the sounds that, I, that you have. Yes. <laughs> I watched more Dodger baseball this weekend than I did anything else. I watched the Indians game a little bit yesterday. They were in Brooklyn still. I was watching the Cubs game. Two and one. Uh, what else? I was watching the Marlins game. The Marlins were playing some good baseball this year, this week. Especially Miguel Rojas has been on a tear. Miguel Rojas had a game of a lifetime yesterday. Did he? He had a great game yesterday. You think that was of a lifetime? Lifetime uh, would have been the cycle. If he Miguel, had the cycle. Uh, Miguel Rojas's lifetime. Five ribs. That was good. He had a ding dong, bro. He had a three run shot. Yes. Tied the game well, up in the second. Early game. in the early when they were was getting away from them, they got the Marlins the confidence to bounce back and win that one 11 6. I liked that game. I love when the Marlins win like that. That's always so much fun for me. 
I love the welcoming that I've received from the Oakland A's fan base. Well, how is it that I'm not seeing this? I don't know, but look on Twitter. You have me blocked, I think. They oh. Welcome, and my tweet's alive with 12 likes. I'm just saying. I'm going to welcome. I got somebody sending me a gif of somebody playing a baritone. So you're engaging with the Oakland A's fan base, and I can't even see it. Here. Engaging. It's pretty cool, man. One of the newest mem members of Oakland 68s. Of Oakland 68. Yeah, that's what we call our fan base. That's what we call our fan base. Yeah, that's what we call our fan base over in uh in the base base city area. Oh my goodness, this is really happening, isn't it? It's, it's happening, man. Dear Lord, so let me see this. Let me see tweets and replies. Let me see what's going on here with you. No, I don't see anything. You must not be able to see my stuff. Uh, so I've adopted the athletics, and I see you had a lot of likes. Look at you. Look, look at you. They're giving you love. Look at that. See? You see? Wow. Look at you. Oakland A's, baby. An Oakland A's thing. Did you hear about Google employees? Yes, they're going to stay home till July 2021. It's another year. Another year. No brick and mortar for a year. Right move, though, right? I, a year? Okay, I guess. They're making sure that everything is ready and making sure that their employees are safe before they bring them back. They're not just trying to just say, no, just open it. Just, just, just come back. No, they're making sure that their employees are safe. Google's always been that company that has always looked out for their employees. It's not about looking out for their employees. It's too much. Take it as you see. Why is it three months? Wait three months at a time. You know, it's funny as I'm seeing the the video clip of the Dono and Frito broadcast, and I'm like, God, where did they get that clip from? He's not in the studio. <laughs> dum dum. <laughs> Coming up next, some people who know what the hell they're talking about. You think? They know. It's Nicole. I can guess it's Mario. I imagine Idania's there. How did that happen? Sorry. Sorry, wrong button. You're pressing buttons. Are you trying to get me off the air? I was testing something. Yeah, I hit the wrong channel. I can't channel. hear you again. I was testing something. I hit the wrong channel. Ah, gotcha. Fair enough. I, I, I can get a hint. I can take a hint. No, no, no. Don't take it like that, bro. I'm sorry. I apologize. We have new technology in the studio we get to play with. I'm, I've lost track. <laughs> I'm going to have to put like a little flag on these computers because I don't know which computer is which. It looks so pretty, which. too. So pretty. All right. Coming up next, the youth. Can we take a picture that we're holding like five Macs? I can't hear you. You, you must think you're on the air. <laughs> can we hold, take a picture of us like holding like five Macs, like the pay, how people hold like $100 bills? So we can like flex. we're macking it? You see that? Yeah, we're macking it. <laughs> how do we fight with four hands? How do we hold five hands? <laughs> <I'm just curious. laughs> if you can do that, then we're really we'll macking it. We'll fan it. them. We'll, like, we'll fan them out, you know? Fan them out, huh? So the two, one, and then you hold two. Somebody's got to have long arms to hold three. One of us has to hold three. Okay. Jitters or the short guy? The short guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't give nothing to jitters. Uh, I think we're going to not take the picture. How's that sound? That was a joke. I know. Little picture. All right. I'm hungry. I'm going to go get lunch. You do your laundry? I'm hungry. I'm really hungry. I don't know why I'm getting so hungry lately. Laundry, laundry. Hungry, hungry. Hombre, hombre. Gana de comer, comer. You know what I mean? Jelly bean? Got you it. understand, rubber band? <laughs> I've never heard that one. That one's good. You didn't know that one? Never, never, that never. That was old school. Just like this guy right here. He's old school. Que <sighs> pete. All right. I'll leave the uh, I'll leave the porch light on. I'll leave the microphone on. I'll take with me the stench of a dirty shirt. I'm gonna take that baby off and ride off into the sunset. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.